welcome back to Questline in our Tuesday time slot where we play tabletop games. And today we're playing another episode of our D&D homebrew adventure, Shadows of Blood. Before we get started, we want to acknowledge the privilege that it is to work, play, and create where we are in North Vancouver on the traditional territories of the Squamish Nation. And I encourage everybody at home, figure out what traditional territories you're watching from, share it with us. We're live on Twitch right now in our chat. Or if you're watching us later on YouTube, please comment below, find out, do some research. It's really important and be a part of the world around you. I'm gonna to come to our players to start off in our episode this week. And we're gonna find out what they remember from last time, because it's been a couple of weeks, guys. You know, we take two weeks between these episodes. Do you remember a little bit about where you were, where you're headed, what you're looking for, players? We'll also come around the table and we'll get a chance to introduce yourselves and your character names in case you're joining us for the first time today. Thank you. Find out who you are, Cheyenne. Hi, I'm Cheyenne. I play Elis Malls. She's a half-elf druid uh, with a pirate hat that talks to her. Uh, am I saying what I remember or just my who I am? I mess this up already. I would say, like, do your key, what your key moments You remember what you're looking for? Yeah, uh, I remember being, we were in a swamp and it was pretty gross. Uh, and we were traveling through for a couple weeks, and we have a pet griffin now, a little baby that hatched from an egg that's very exciting. We reach the gates of Lendor's mm -hmm. town, I remember. Um, that's all, that's what I got for nice. you. Nice. Nice. Hi, uh, I'm Trevor Gemma. I am playing uh, Emissary. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> just a second. I, in my head, it just went, rock guy. <laughs> <laughs> who is a rock guy. He is a uh, earth genasi with a touch of homebrew, uh, wild magic sorcerer, and uh, he doesn't really get how a lot of things work. Um, yeah, well, yeah, you said the thing I was gonna say about the griffin hatching, and yeah, we met Lady Mosstooth, who was some form of deity in crocodile form, uh, much like Loki in the Loki series. It was, it was crocodile Loki. That's all I could think about the whole time. I was just like, I had that planned before I watched that Loki episode, and I was like, God damn it! We already painted that mini. It's he's going in. Yeah. Oh damn! Okay, um, we're keeping the timeline. Yeah. yeah, there was marshes. There was Pete and Fen who were like sacrificed to the marsh by people they were traveling with, who were then absorbed by the marsh and sort of like went down in like a love hug. Uh, we <laughs> all had to make a sacrifice of something that we had on us that was of uh, uh, not just material value, but um, of value to us personally in order to have safe passage. And then we didn't really get safe passage fully, and then we did. <laughs> vague creatures. Yeah, yeah vague. This is super vague. Mm -hmm. Go watch episode five if you want all the details. <laughs> I'm Tim, I'm playing Storber, the artillerist. Um, he, uh, artificer artillerist. Uh, yes, he is got his magic hat that is now filled with lots of swamp water. I'd hope in the two weeks of travel through the rest of the swamp, he managed to get some out and get some back in and get some out. And, um, Why would he put around. it back in? <laughs> well, because, you know, it's a swamp, you know, it in just happens. In the summer happens. of sorrow, it's continuously <laughs> raining across yeah. the country of Adderges. <laughs> you know... Sometimes, yeah, Kirkcoon's up to no good. He's my little uh, robot, squid-like uh, little robot um, who comes to life sometimes. Uh, and he did that a few times, which shocked me, which I'm sure I've spent 
a little while uh, researching. Um, so we're on our way to Lendar to go find Beak at the Channelry, um, uh, who uh, is kind of behind what we uncovered at the Tower of Vale uh, with Three's company, a group of succubi and incubi, um, yeah, uh, mercenaries. Um, so we're on our way to track down why they were sending these very um, damaging and very troubling um, spell components to them. I'm Matt, and I play Sir Tibbles. And uh, I mean, that was very thorough so far. Uh, I travel with my Mastiff named Gordy, who is bigger than I am, because I'm a little mouse guy. Uh, <laughs> I have to look up to gnomes, and uh, <laughs> how tall is Tibbles? Two and a half feet. Two and a half feet. Oh, so little. Yeah, he little. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Lady Mosstooth uh, tried to kidnap Gordy, and uh, I was having none of it, and made a poor intimidation check. <laughs> but uh, I had big rock guy and yeah, that was dude with guns and crazy druid lady behind yeah. me, so. Who they sort of backed up my intimidation. Our time walrus. Our time walrus, full time friend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to put that in our chat. Our time walrus, full time friend. Ultimately, we got Gordy back. Damn right. But now Gordy does druidy crafty things. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, uncontrolled druid craft, uh, you know, when he like sneezes or farts or whatnot. General dog like things. Normal dog. Gordy things. Um, now he does magic as he's been touched um, by a creature in the family. Normal dog things. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> and because we're playing on Twitch and we have some redemptions, please check those out. Some of those involve our players who have different items with them or that they've accumulated um, through our game so far. And one of you is quite attached to the griffin, the little mm -hmm. baby griffin who's traveling with you. And as you get up close to the gates, and it starts to panic a little bit. Oh. Your hands. There's the sounds of what the city. Wrong? Uh, it's different than, than it's been just traveling. All it's known is the world and you and the swamp. Oh, wait, how big has this thing gotten? Because, yeah, we covered that last time, two weeks. Yeah, he, he grows pretty fast, but he's, mm -hmm. he's now, like, you know. Like. Big. <laughs> like a, yeah, I mean, like, probably he's the size of fish breath. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But he's got big feet, and he's gonna get big. Sweet. And his little nubbin wings are starting to get like a little bit bigger. Yeah. And sorry, he's panicking. Yeah, he's he's in your arms, struggling, panicking. Mm. And the more he uh. panics, it causes your crystals to react. Oh no! He panics in your arms. <laughs> I just give him a toss, and he. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh. You guys are used to having to pass in between you. Roll quick animal handling. Ooh. And roll on your chaos. 15? Uh, 15. Nat 20. Nat 20. Yeah, oh. which feels like a waste. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it's all downhill from here, baby. <laughs> Great. You're going to use them up. Do it. And you get it under control really quickly. And then yeah. with the 15, and because you've been doing training, yeah. you know, you, you gave her a little clicker thing. You've been doing... Clicker training, yes. Yeah. So as you struggle to calm him down, yeah, I, I, I've tried to teach him the like look at me motion, so I'm clicking and treating him when he like looks at me and stops paying attention to 
you know, the, the craziness around him. And I'm giving him a little little baby bounce and a little tap on his bottom. Is there a puddle nearby? Uh, it's raining in the summer of Sorrow yeah. on Sunlanders. Yeah. There are always puddles. There's puddles around? OK, yeah. then I'm just going to make uh, a little <laughs> rat out of water and have it come run up to with shape water. I'm going to make a little thing and have it up here just to distract the griffin with a little water rat. Fake rat. It's that classic trick. Yeah. <laughs> the griffin equivalent of playing with a uh, laser pointer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it totally is. I love it. <laughs> uh, and, it, and it runs up, and between the two of you, you have him contained, and he kind of snaps at it, and it crashes into the little bits of water, and he's having a he's having a grand old time. Yeah, you know, he's distracted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and every time yeah. he pierces the water rat, I just reform it. Yeah. And so you both are all invested in this a little bit, and as you approach the town, you see that there are a couple of guards outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, these gates look like they are open for the day. So they are expecting travel along the road into Lendar. And it is a wet, muddy road, but it's over top of cobblestone streets. So it's just that there's been so much rain that the ground around you has just washed into these cobblestone streets heading into the city of Lendar. And you get immediately hit by the smells of a city after having been out in the wilderness. So people. Mm. Spaces. It's been a long time since I've been back in large city. Have you ever traveled to Lendar, my friend? Uh, well, I haven't actually been to Lendar, but you know, in the time, couple months I've been uh, here, stuck here, I've heard a bit about it. Uh, I mean, I think everybody knows uh, it's run by a couple vampires that call themselves the Countesses, although they're not actually uh, officially any sort of royalty. Uh, but They're great at counting. Yeah, and you know, the Lendar is most well known for its red wine, uh, which is phenomenally expensive uh, and rare. But uh, the biggest thing that I think like we should look out for before going in, because I've been on my fair share of adventures, and uh, you know, we tend to deal with things by, you know, let's. You know, murdering first and asking questions later. Right. But uh, don't do that here. Uh, they, it's quite a safe city. They're very strict. And, uh, you know, most punishments are regular. But uh, the city has a blood tax. So regular human citizens, uh, instead of paying gold taxes, uh, they... Pay like once a month, you donate a quart of blood, you get a day or two off from work, uh, and you're good. And there is a small population of vampires in the city. Uh, not too many, but uh, they are the ones that actually pay the most of the like actual gold taxes. Uh, they've been around a long time and had lots of time to gather money. Uh, but this is sort of how it runs. People are, you know, I'm skeptical of this, uh, you know, vampires and whatnot, but it's, it's how it goes. However, uh, instead of just, you know, hanging people for capital punishment, uh, they have uh, what they call the curtain tax. Well, uh, you know, curtains for you. And uh, essentially, capital punishment, you will be sucked dry to death. Uh, 
Mm. And, and like, not turned into a vampire, just dead. Right. Who said that uh, vampires were hellspawn? Yeah, yeah, vampires generally not uh, good. But these ones, you know? They seem to have taken their evil people all over the place in charge of many great cities. Yeah, I mean, everything I hear, it's a safe city and the people there are really happy. Uh, it's a pretty wealthy city, uh, so, you know. And you know, I, once a month, not a place for me. Blood tax is great It can't for come from everybody. Yeah, and work. that's more so in, than in other places. Yeah, people really like those uh, couple of days off, like paid time, paid time off, right? Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Coincides with when you're bleeding. It's great. I like it here. Oh. <laughs> Is you, the you get a sense of the smell coming off the city that, as it's been continuously soaked in rain all summer, it's ripe with a sense of rot. Even though the buildings look like they are attempting to maintain them, so the city is having a bit of a struggle. And you can see that, but the, the guards at the gates look well-dressed. They're wearing some, some mail. They look like they have, they've got halberds that are maintained and they're wearing a very heavy, luscious fabric of a black tabard, which is rimmed with black and gold cord. And then the symbol on the front of two crescent moons representing the moons of Altero, a blue and red. They look crisp and as clean as they can be, given that they likely have to trudge through all of the puddles and all of the city filth that accumulates as it washes into the lowest parts of the city. And you can just spot out over the edge as you are here, you know, late morning, that a heavy mist comes over the land where it's clear that there are probably a couple of rivers that travel along the edge and then up into the hillsides where there are the terraced vineyards, also mists settling through the rain. Has, in the distance, you'd normally be able to see mountains on a good day. Has anyone been here before? No, I have not. No. Well, maybe we should ask around for the chandlery. Yeah, I suspect you know, people gotta know where that is. Probably the guards can tell us. There is a thing that I procured um, back in uh, the town, when we all grab little something for the road, and I'll pull out my pewter compass and kind of flip it open. This will take us to where I want to go. So maybe good idea not to ask too many questions about our friend the beak. Probably Shady as hell, you know, getting magic brains, or brains sent by magic to you. Yeah, I wasn't gonna talk about him. I was just gonna be like, I need some candles. You know, it's dark a lot lately and I'm running low on my supply. That's, that's true, we can take that angle, yes. Yeah. Maybe find out what the public knows. What was we can find the place. The name of the baker's husband? Marius. Marius. Yes. Maybe we should look for his brother. This is also a Roll history. Idea. Who? Uh, all of us? As you're saying Marius. Uh, oh. Oh darn, is it Marion? 
They had like a rhyme scheme to their name, Maris, didn't they? Darius. I don't remember it. I didn't write it down for whatever reason. I've got Giorgio. I have it here. Giorgio's the baker. Good number. Sorry, history? 16. That's <laughs> okay. But you hear, you, so you hear Storber recall. Marin. And Marius. And then he keeps being like, Marius something. Marin. And then as you say Marin, through the list of things, you're like, that's the one. Marin. Marin. And you remember that. Marin. Did anybody beat a 16? I yeah, I got an 18. 18. 18? Yeah, I got 18 is 19. So you all confirm then that you remember Later. that it's Marin. Oh, yes. And Marin talked about his Heron, a brother, Heron. also a vampire. One had its teeth removed and is deceased. The other is alive and you should seek him out. I think that is an excellent idea. I mean, mm. yes, let's, I think. Maybe we do a little bit of drying off inside of a building. Mm. Um, little bit of that be nice for me. For the 18s, you remember that the deceased triplet is Nanan. Nanan? Nanan. You don't remember, you were in the no. 18. The 18s no. who rolled it. I'm Nanan. just, Trevor's asking. That's oh, why I sound yes. like this. Nanan. I'm not like this. Nanan. <laughs> yes. I'll back in the accent. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get that um, eventually. Yeah. You know, like a year? Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the deceased vampire whose teeth were removed because you are investigating from Valmos, yep. where that town heroes are being found dead and their brains are being extracted and thrown into that sack that you guys destroyed mm -hmm. as a spell component. You don't know where they went to, but they vanished whenever they would go into there. <clears throat> and then another spell component, someone is collecting the teeth of vampires. Teeth of the dead. Teeth of the dead. And Nanan being forcibly forced to remove his fangs and losing them, walked into the sun. Yeah. And died. What was, what was the living one's name? Uh, Did I remember that? Terran. No? Terran. 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 The triplet well, vampires. Um, we should procure some food. And I look at the little griffin. <clears throat> you all are probably hungry. But I'm so totally just thinking about the griffin. Griffin should be uh, maybe contained. And I, I oh, stated yes. that I was going to like help construct a oh, box yeah, that like yeah, fits yeah. on your back um, that you he kind of like wear it. And it's like mostly closed off. There's just like a few little like kind of caged ports in it. So nobody <laughs> puts their fingers in. Adorable. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, if you uh, just give me a moment, I might be able to. Uh, hook our griffin uh, up with some stuff and run into it, like scurry into an alley and uh, I'm gonna look for whatever rats have to be there and just like skewer them on my rapier. <laughs> uh, uh, are you gonna, so you're just gonna race in, don't worry about the guard or anything, no stealth, just. Well, once we're past the guards. Okay, okay, and it's, and easily enough. The Before guards, the guards, there's no alley, yeah. so. The guards look <laughs> as you approach. Yeah. Not super concerned, they're a little curious. Tip my hat to them. I'll same little swamp water. Mm -hmm. And as you do that, passing through those guards, you feel a cocoon leg oh, no. shoot down. <laughs> and we have a redemption redeem. Oh. I mean. Cocoon feels, you know, the change. Just like um. the little baby does. <laughs> the change? The, well, <laughs> the, the change of the environment. Ah. Right? Suddenly it's noisy. Suddenly, mm -hmm. and it, 
usually Cocoon wouldn't notice that sort of a difference, but in this case. Right. He's supposed to be an avid machine. That a puzzle octopus? It's also, <laughs> it was a move in any direction. Not the right city. <laughs> um, so random direction. <laughs> D10, um, D4. Did, we, did you roll that last time? Yeah. Oh. I think you rolled a D10. D10. So one, I'm going any Four. direction. Four. Um, so one, two, three, four. He'll just come off onto my side and like, like I kind of catch my hat this time and like put it back on and be like, Caracol, no, please, please. And then he'll kind of like come right up to one of the guards and be like, oh, and turn to the side because he's like a squid. He's got eyes on either side. And he just kind of like, and starts like kind of poking at some of their livery. And I'll be like, Karakul, please, no, don't. It's, I'm sorry, I'm very sorry. Uh, very complicated machine. <laughs> and, and you can tell that they are probably seen some weird stuff in their town and they are not super shocked. I mean, they're definitely concerned and they look towards you all and they say, there is no circus here today. Are you, you are all circus. You are here to perform. Yep. We come from Vermos. Yes, we traveled from Vermos. It's a weird place to perform circus. Well, we are a very weird and cool group. Nothing like you've ever seen. Yeah, you know, we gotta bring it uh, everywhere we go, like big place, small place, everyone likes uh, traveling, uh, you know, band of troubadours. Uh, what is a troubadour? Us, we are the troubadours. Oh. Yeah. What the, uh, your <laughs> little mouse guy, do you do act, like show? Uh, yeah, I uh, acrobat type stuff, me and Gordy here. Uh, my, my wife loves it. Show, show me. Okay. Uh, what is happening? Just smile and nod. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to uh, get up and uh, stand on um, Gordy's saddle you and do like deception. one leg, kind of like holding myself there as he walks forward a little bit. And <laughs> you can roll acrobatics. <laughs> Disadvantage. No, you're badass. Advantage. Uh, I don't think you so. No, cool. I think I think you and Gordy have done. You've done this for fight stuff and training, but I mean, it's not that different. Twenty-four. Nice. Oh, sorry. I got really excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor rolled a session. Yeah. Okay. And then a little like <laughs> you're flip like, off uh, as you're like struggling. Yeah, Kuroon's kind of yeah. climbing up, like ooh, I want to see. Uh, yeah, and Gordy actually loves that people are paying attention to him, so this is working out great. Um, and he, he kind of looks over and then he snorts a little bit and some of his druidcraft magic triggers and a little rain clouds form and they start to rain around them and um, he nudges the other town guard there, the footman of the city. He says, they are all bards. Yeah, I'm going to like to see the show. Do you have tickets? Uh, Might our agents on his way? We're currently looking for a venue. Any recommendations that maybe the guards go to something that we cross paths again? 
Oh, yes. If you go down towards, not not the um, direction that you're, looks like you're heading this, this way, but um, just go straight, you'll find that down the road is a large inn, and we like to visit it. It is uh, really nice, and it is the Bortask. The Bortask, good name. You know, and if we want something maybe a little cozier, you know, because sometimes you don't want to stay where you're playing. Uh, the fans, they go nuts. They go crazy. Yeah. Uh, well, these you know, are you have very fans, good. You know, other what? suggestions maybe of. Uh, yes, because connected to it, you'll find them. There are Bartusk, <laughs> where we drink and watch show, but then connected to it, uh, room and bar, great place. Excellent, thank you. Uh, uh, 18 for deception. 14. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you smile. Yeah. They're just like weird, but good weird. Yeah. Just glowing eyes. And <laughs> yeah, he's our uh, strong man. Yes, so Routine. strong. Yeah. I... And do the thing with the ground. Make them dry. Do the thing. Everybody oh, loves yes. being the dry. By so Rockman. I just cast uh, shape water and pull all the water out of their uniforms, and then turn the ground into just a cube because I'm confused. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'll like put Kirkcoon <laughs> on it. Ah. <laughs> and Kirkcoon is a little soft shoe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, this is going really on. Excited. Tibbles you are going to duck into like, the alley, right? Well, I'm tr- nonchalantly riding forward on uh, Gordy until, yeah, they're not paying attention. Then I run in the alley to find some rats. Awesome. Uh, you can choose how you're going about this. If it's just a straight dexterity chase, um, what what's your move here to catch a rat? Well, it depends. Like, I mean, if they're just they're visible. Uh, you see rats, for sure. The, yeah, this, or, these alleys are, they belong to the rats. But I don't have to, like, stir anything up to make it's them people scary. Yeah. They're just there. <laughs> yeah, so I just... Uh, King of rats. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to attack which closest ones. I'd like to get, like, two or three, you know? Squeak, um, squeakity, squeak, squeak em. Yeah. Uh, great, roll initiative. You said roll initiative? Attacking a rat. Nice. Get it. 13. Okay. Uh, you actually go first. Nice. Oh, sweet. Uh, this rolled really bad. <laughs> Rat kebab. Uh, while, while this is on, ongoing, you guys are over here. Um, they're pretty convinced, but they also look to you like, travel through Adergen. Um, all shows, it's getting better other places. You're doing shows now, so. Uh, well, certainly there, there was. sunshine, horizon. We, there was no sunshine. There was sunshine, we are. We would like there to be uh, an end to all How this, long you know? has it and been going it's... on here? Oh, since the beginning of summer. We have not had crops. The mist berries, oh, so sensitive. Then this is for your excellent wine, I hear tell yes. of. So, you know, no mist berries, no then the red and then... We are trying to rid the evil from this land. We destroyed the Tower of Vale. You guys have to stop me, otherwise. Uh, this is, 
I wouldn't give too much of our act away, man. Like, they have to pay, you know? Our agent's coming. He's going to be so mad if you keep telling the whole plot of our show. Spoilers alert. Spoiler Uh, alert. (laughs) You want to see how my hat doesn't come off? And then I just start doing that. And it doesn't come off. Is there something I can roll to see if I can get that they're trying to be deceptive? Uh, You can roll insight. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> I hear someone still okay. laughing. Okay, twenty-one. Oh, oh, great. Okay. Um, you, yeah, you have spent weeks oh. with these guys now, mm. and you're starting. They are working on this with you, and so yeah. you know, it doesn't need to be a. Yes. They are cool. already there. Pick, but I can up. finally pick yeah. up on. And so as you're not just give away. Everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you start slow down, and then you just start to oh. oh. Yeah. And, and the smile worked before. Yeah. And it does again, and you attack this rat. Uh. Well, I get two attacks, so I'm going to attack two rats because double the rat, double She's better than uh, one. seventeen and non-natural twenty. Good number. Uh, yes, you definitely hit both these rats. Um, you know, first one's eight. Ro- so I'll roll damage, but I'm pretty sure they're toast. Uh, I think we can just assume that you've skewered through. You got a nice kebab of rat. Yeah. The minimum damage each could do is ten. Uh, well, so. what would you like to do with your skewer of rats? You've got two rats stuck on your... Well, I'd still like another one. Um, <laughs> Stocking up? Yeah, I mean, it's gripping. Yeah. It's going to eat a lot. Rats, yeah. you know, I mean, these are some pretty impressive rats, but like... <laughs> and you guys are, the guards are clearly more like talking to themselves about, you know, oh, I'll ask my wife and then maybe we... I don't know. Maybe we leave the wife at home. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Bring the kids, maybe. See you there. Kid-friendly show. Uh, yep. There are definitely yep. kid-friendly elements. And they, they're like. Mm. Um, we also do a late show. Yeah, come later, much yeah. later. Yeah, okay. you know that's we'll do the, the best. We do. One. We do kids to early show. Kids matinee. Yeah, yeah we won't start the later. matinee for another week though. So you got time. Come the late show though. You like. Okay. Great. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and you know, but they get back to chatting amongst yeah. themselves. They're trying to make plans for the night. You know, can we trade shifts? What are we gonna do? Uh, they're hoping to see you as soon as possible. It's very exciting. So you get the impression that the city has not had a lot of travelers, mm-hmm. and you hear them whisper a little bit when they think you're out of earshot. <clears throat> Three of you roll perception. Perception. Uh, and you're gonna get. You're gonna keep going. For yeah. That. So just roll ooh, 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 I bought. Oh, 21. Uh, Bot roll percentile dice. Oh, no. 13. <laughs> so you definitely pick up, but you don't understand, Emissary. Um, they're excited that someone else is in town who's not performing at the ball. At the, at the, the ball? ball. You're at the ball. Whether How you interpret that is up to you, Emissary and yourself. And you hear a little bit of them, the same idea. They are talking about some sort of event that they're not invited to. Oh, okay. Um, and s- at the castle. So there's a castle event mm. happening. Can I see castle from entry of gate? Slightly, occasionally, if the mist Maybe breaks. Let's up. I see the towers it is poking through, all cool. beautiful peaks. It is a stone and wood and some model and dubs. And it is white and red and gray, and it has giant spire peaks that come up. 
and it looks like to traverse it, it's uphill out of the city. So you can't quite tell what the terrain is like to get to it, but it is either the most intense hike to get up to this castle, or there is probably a very winding road with probably beautiful stone bridges to cross some of the steep parts. Sweet. It is a beautiful castle that you can just catch glimpses of. An 89 on my percentile. Oh, so there's no damage associated with it, but what you hear is just cliff. Suddenly, you're trying to listen really hard because they're talking about what sounds like a super fun party um, that they are not invited to, so that sounds exclusive, interesting, tempting. And then Cliff says, Ela. Yeah. Ela. They're not invited to a party. Well, okay, but... Have you ever been to an actual, like, real fancy party? Uh, the fanciest we get in my, in my little village is... Um, is, is, is like for, for birthdays, but only for young children. So lots of alcohol. Are you is talking to your hat again? Uh, yes, <laughs> she's talking to her hat again. Yeah, this takes a tone of voice when she's doing yeah. it. It's frustrated, but also interesting. I should go, okay, well, I can't. And then find out if they book <laughs> out for weddings. So if we eventually find Starfish and we rescue her, do they take bookings and maybe I could get married? There's probably in a, a deposit involved, and I'm not I'm not comping for you yet. Okay, so um, if he knows what right treasure now, is. I can get a pamphlet, perhaps. He is working on convincing you to become his wedding planner, and he would like to be a beautiful prince and get married to his beautiful mermaid in a castle. That continues on while you walk through the streets. <laughs> Uh, thank you for the redemption of Hello Sailor. <laughs> and you have some rats. Oh, yeah, I definitely get two more rats. Okay. <laughs> uh, attack rolls are 22 and 28, so. <laughs> you come through farther in. You're able to spot the direction that they are talking about, where if you just walked straight, clearly the path of cobblestones would lead you toward a bustling part of the lower part of this city of Lendar in the direction towards the water. Are there a lot of people? It's busy. Yeah. Yeah. The city actually has a, it's still a thriving economy that it seems to exist within itself still. They look tired of the rain. It looks a lot like, you know, January, Vancouver. People are a bit over it. They're ready for some sunshine. Um, but they, they are protected by what the countesses bring, which is a safe, comfortable, cushioned from a reasonable blow of evils of the world. Mm -hmm. so, although they still are paying their blood tax and living amongst what would be very dangerous creatures of the night, they are much better off than the people you remember in Vamos. Mm. And uh, you just walk out from the alley. Yeah, I got four rats, uh, just you know, skewered on my rapier uh, like a uh, spit. At this point, I assume uh, I got got some sleeps. got some food for uh, <laughs> you know, pull one off and I'll toss it. I'll help put it in the back. Yeah, the, the backpack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like a raptor uh, in there. Yeah. And yeah. do we like have a sack or something we can put? Mm. Sure. Yeah, I mean, not rats, I mean. 
Look at exchange. Oh, you guys it's are mostly dry in there. I'll pull them out later. Yeah. I it's, mean, they won't be in there long I, enough to really rot. It's fine. I'm used to rodents. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Are we going to this boar? Was it tusk? Tuscan? The what? boar tusk sounds tusk. like it might have the right kind of size <laughs> for us I, to blend in a little bit more. We stand out whole bunch so I, maybe uh, think it's the last place okay. we should be found because then we're gonna have to put on a show that oh. sounds great mm. that's maybe true <laughs> if staying well i mean i guess we, we, think? we can yeah. go and see about chatting people up but uh you know do you still have your compass yeah and it is now like Flicking what to is, the what channel. What is the last question you asked? Um, or you're still asking it to your mind? You're I'm like, thinking? I'm like, kind of like, do I have to ask it like audibly? Like, no. I think I asked that before. It senses um, you. Uh, yeah, so it's like flitting to um, food or Terran. Um, <laughs> the blacksmith. I don't think I got his name. She never gave me his name. Oh yeah. Um, piss off. Um, as we were to understand, it might be a chain. Yep. Um, so I'm, it's going to piss off um, Boar Tusk and the Chandlery. So it's just kind of flitting back and forth right now as I'm a little bit unsure. And they are all in slightly different directions. So straight in front of you towards the Boar Tusk and then somewhere in the middle towards you're when you're thinking blacksmith stuff. Come, and then this appears to if be you broken. swing to the right, that's Quite where right. So it is working off of what I want, so. I have to figure it out. So do we not want Bortusk? I mean... We want to go to uh, uh, an inn. <laughs> like... <laughs> oh, you want That's hard to say. Should <laughs> we uh, look for Terrin, or should we get you guys some food? I mean, okay, so here's the thing. We said there's gonna be a late show, so if we still feel like we need to get information and be <coughs> in favor, we can go later and this do could. our late show. I have some ideas I've been thinking. Um, I think in the meantime, we should go get your blacksmith thing done, see what we can find, yeah. and okay. see if we can maybe find out more about this cool party. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that sounds great for me. I would really like to have this item, finally. Yeah, I mean, hopefully by the late show, people are too drunk to <laughs> really know what's going on. Uh, if we are this outstanding in town, Maybe we should put on the show so people just think we're a show and maybe our show not great, but maybe they think whatever show is better than none. So, very you know, I'm, I'm worried about standing out very much, um, especially in your history and feelings with vampires. I do not want to be cornered by authority vampire and have to do something that we need to do. Yeah, so we'll hide by being way out front, and then they won't even think of us. Right, because, well, they might think of us, but they think of us silly people doing silly stuff instead of serious people on very serious mission. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We just have to make sure <laughs> you don't talk a lot. But once we're silly, you talk when you want. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's what, it's yeah. part of the just thing. the show. Maybe while we get some food, we can work out some, like, hand signals. Or something. And some choreo. Mm. Yeah. Well, talking about two different things, but I think one leads <laughs> to the other. The better we are at hand symbols, 
the better we are. And Kirkun will like mirror me as we like. <laughs> 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 this does not want to stay out. It does not want to stay inside your hat uh, at no. all. No, I'm gonna. Full of dead rats now. <laughs> yeah. uh, Chad has inspired both Kirkun and Gordy. Oh. Mm. Thank you. Oh, an inspiration for Kirkun. Yeah. Storbury are also inspired by oh. Capri. Okay. Thank you. Oh, thanks. Okay, so you still have a compass flitting around a little bit, but it's um, mostly it's, yeah, it's going right to the right to the black. As soon as the party said like, "Let's go there," uh, it was just like, "Yup, yup, 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 yup." So excited. Okay. Blacksmith, cool. Going heading to the blacksmith. I do not care where we go, so long as we start going somewhere. <laughs> and there, people around you, they do notice you, but they also see lots of other things. Um, travelers, and a couple of them, as you walk past them on your way following the compass, mm -hmm. do say, oh, maybe maybe they're here for compasses, and we have other visitors. Yeah, they definitely notice uh, Tibbles, because he's decided he needs some practice, so as we're going along, he's actually doing a handstand on Gordy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're gonna have to roll for that. Yeah. 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 Eight-foot yeah. rock man, I mean, I don't really go unnoticed. No, and you've got your backpack that you're like, yeah. you, and you have, you can't not, you're, you're constantly checking on them. <laughs> and you, uh, you're actually pondering as you, the two of you walk together, um, you hear, you know, someone actually say, oh, the guard told me this, these are performers. Oh, what do you think they are called? Oh, crap. What was, the na what oh. was their name? We yeah. didn't come up with one. I don't think we've named. What's your role? Uh, Sixteen. We have to. Okay, so that's that's a pretty Studious impressive role for the people who haven't seen a the show in a long time. So more and more people are seeing you travel, and it's almost as though as you're walking, word has spread from those guards along the route along oh that people God. are getting pretty like. Harpoon <gasps> and the buffoons. Harpoon and the buffoons. My first. That's just my first. <laughs> and as you workshop it, as you travel, you get closer to the sounds of the blacksmith, and you can hear the clanging. You hear a busy industrial district area. Can't control him. And you smell the sounds that would be associated. With we smell the sounds. Yeah, I did it again. <laughs> sounds all the time, you guys. I'm watching a lot of Ghostbusters. <laughs> a lot of synesthesia. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, I don't know how to ask it on this trip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how emissary like, picks up stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> you, smell, you smell metal spark, hay, ah. dust, uh, industry. There's probably a tanner nearby. Smell bad. fun. It's hitting you. And then you hear similar kinds of businesses. <laughs> Lots of shops in this area, they clearly make goods. And your compass points you to another shop, big sign over the top. Piss off. Ah, Well, it must be a thriving business. I wonder if she owns the Delta Velmos or not. Uh, I'll walk up. Uh, greetings, proprietor. Um, and a, a dwarf turns around. I, my apologies, I did not take the advice of your sign, um, as I was instructed in Velmos. I have commissioned an item. Um, and I believe I may be expected. And yeah, as soon as you say that, kind of looks over you, and and the whole group, and then down to, to you. Although you're on the you're on Gordy doing tricks. Uh, no, once we stop here, I get off, 
And uh, now I'm working on dog tricks. So Gordy's actually, I pulled out another little clicker and Gordy's actually on his hind legs, kind oh, of like doing a little dance. In uh, Dwarvish, I say, Pleasure to meet you. Are you friends with Vergoth? And he, he kind of brings you guys in. Mm. Anybody who gets real close to him? Are you here for the thing? She made something? Yes. Were you able to complete it? Yeah. But I don't want to just give it to you. I want to know what it is. What well, is it? It is a very complicated piece of machinery that is able to amplify sounds. For Can our you? show. I'm, oh, I didn't introduce myself. I'm, you're clearly, Vergoth tells me on an important mission. Yeah. Ah, I am you Bork. know, I see. Okay, yes, you this is... Bork Tuck. Bork. Bork? Call me Bork. Bork. Yeah, Bork Tuck. I am emissary. Um, we destroyed the Tower of Vale. You say you know we are on a mission. I am not telling it's, you. It's we okay, are it's okay. Yes. It's okay. He knows on an important mission. I don't know it's, why we are It's hiding. like, you know, when performers, like, we slayed the audience, right? It's figurative. Yeah. We'd not that tower down. It was, yeah. it was wild. We found the people. There were succubus who were taking the brains of brave. So maybe I mean, a lot. One it was one fun. of our darker shows. This sounds like, I know, I get it. It's all cold. <laughs> it's all cold. Because Vergoth tells me that you're on an important mission, that you're going to come, yes. that you're going to save the city. We are going to you save. See, we need not deceive. You, you're right. And yes. you can hear him yell out to the back, Hey! Hey! Zork! Zork, the guys are here! They're gonna save the whole city! Uh, Zork! Yes. You gotta come see them! They're real weird looking! And then this other dwarf comes running out, and they oh, look like they're probably related. I don't know, they look like they but <laughs> similar hair, and yeah. it's like real crazy and big, and they're covered in just soot and, mm -hmm. you know, burns from all their stuff, and they've got really heavy... Um, aprons on and tools in their hands, and the other guy comes running. And is like, <gasps> and they also like crowd around really closely. Like, is he a thing? Here's the important yes. thing about the thing, is that we, it's it's a it's a it's secret, and it's super cool that you guys know, but like, it's like a secret. Our like, mission. And very important, and I'll like kind of pull Kirkoon out so these blacksmiths can like see it. And at this point, he's like kind of closed up. Um, and I'll like kind of show them Kirkoon, which is to unlike any metalwork or design or even like alloy that they would be familiar with. And I'll be like, the important part about our mission is that it stays a secret mission. We are doing important work and this item will help us succeed. And I'll take my hat off and kind of put him inside the hat and like put it back on 
like kind of fits impossibly. They and are so into this. They clearly, forward. much like Vergarth, have always wanted to be on the road and be adventurers. Yes. Their whole family is stuck being blacksmiths, but all they want to do is be heroes. Yeah. And the two of them kind of like. Surely, my friends, Bork, Zork, you have heard of Shermio's agents? Oh yeah, I mean, so we totally have. Of course. Yeah. Oh. So, and then they, uh, one of them grabs um, a bottle of, it's probably alcohol, and he slams out a whole bunch of shot glasses, and he just goes. Customary. Like, we are, we are on secret friendship group now. Yes. We're going to save all everyone from, you know, whatever's going on here. And Virgo says it's you guys are going to do it. We will, and I'll kind of pick up a shot glass, and anybody else. Um, we will take a shot to the future, the bright future of Lendar and the very quiet help that the great heroes receive. Yes, and, and they look to each other and say, they clink and say, to sunny days. To sunny days. They're so excited to be a part of this whole process. And, and you get the impression that whatever Vergarth told them, you got a warm welcome from them, even though she was so difficult and rude to you. Uh, but she whatever she, she came around yeah. on some of us. <laughs> she told, um, and they have the item for you, but they're holding on to it between the two, one each right. have hands on it and they're passing it. They're so curious. And I'll kind of <laughs> take it out and take it from them. Um, I'll reach into my pocket and give them the remaining four gold that is owed. Um, and uh, I'll just kind of, for them, spin the top, slide one of the side uh, things down the cylinder, and it'll kind of like open up, and I'll like take a small little, um, it's like a metal cylinder that I have in my leather pouch, and I kind of put it in the middle, and as I like let go, the, it'll like spin shut and like close, and I'll like slide the metal up and kind of like click it, and it'll like kind of just lightly glow a little bit. They are enthralled. So it's kind of a little bit like a, kind of looks a little bit like a telescope with a bunch of different kind of configurations, like a puzzle piece. Like and, a, and you see one of them, yeah, like, I told you that, what did, what did it do? And he's like, you didn't know that, you're stupid. You just thought it was gonna like, you know, blow up or something. I know. And they, they're so excited and they lean forward to you. How else can we be of service to the How was this delivered here? Who brought it? There's a vampire who travels from Velmos. Terran? Yeah. How do we find Terran? Uh, and they, they're kind of like, I don't know, he just shows up here, but I mean, he's definitely going to be at some big party the countesses are throwing at the palace. I mean, mm. inside the castle, they're showing a big function, mostly because, you know, they don't want everyone in the world to think that we're suffering here in the city, but it is pretty bad. I don't know if you guys have noticed yes. that it's pretty bad. Great. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, the economy is really suffering, but they don't want to look weak because, you know, then maybe someone will try to come and take us over or something. So they're throwing a big party to, like, distract. Ah, They've got yes. a bunch of dignitaries and a bunch of, like, I don't know, some visitors. Many people wings. from other places in the world? Oh, yeah. I mean, we are not invited because 
I'm so, I know. That's that seems crazy. You guys seem very important. Is That's there? What I said. How do you get? How does one hypothetically get invited? Uh, I think you have to be on the list. Mm. Do you think they need a group of troubadours? Some entertainment for the Some party. Some entertainment for the party. I mean, I've totally been to the castle parties <clears throat> once, twice. Uh, I've totally been. Um, and yeah, they have musical acts. Is he yeah. lying again? All insane. <laughs> Oh, not terrible, although there is a big minus one on that. Uh, 16. Uh, he has never been anywhere near the palace. <laughs> yeah. Uh, He's seen the castle about as much of it as you have. Are right. you, do you happen to be friends with some of the guards? Because the guards at the gate seem pretty excited about our show. I'm just wondering if there's a way to have these guards be on our side to help get us into the party. Yeah. Do you have any in-town contacts that might get us close? Uh, uh, we don't. <laughs> I mean, we don't really hang out with like those kind of people. They're really snobby. They don't, you know, they don't really order from us. It's this blacksmith shop. You know? It's a shame. But you're providing for your community, and that's an important role to play in any town. And you are heroes in your own right. And I'll kind of like stand up and like tuck my piece and pull my coat kind of like tight and look at them and now remember you are a part of our network and our network needs to stay secret lest we fail and the rains continue and I'll kind of about face and like just walk out I have noticed a distinct lack of um, light where I have needed it in darkness do you know where I could buy Candles. Uh, I don't know that they just sell single candles to like random people just walking down the street, but you could go to the warehouse at the docks, chandlery, they, but they usually sell like big orders. Which direction is this? Oh, you're gonna just follow the stink fish? That's the way to use the water. Yeah. We, we need a whole bunch of candles for our show, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to buy, like, crate loads. Yeah, sure. Si Definitely. Single ones, I mean, a, a goods and sundries shop might have a couple, but um, if you're talking about loads, yeah. Yes, I need larger than usual candles. So where do they make them, this chandlery? We shall go there. <laughs> <laughs> I have large hands. And I'll like get out into the street and be like, we did it, we did it, we did it, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> you just see him be like talking just like... to him and like, oh God, please uh... don't open floor on blacksmith kid. <laughs> but luckily, we had a redemption of chaos. <laughs> so chaos within triggers um, while you're talking to them about how uh, you need big candles. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Tibbles, you have inspiration. From the I already have inspiration. Well, you're wait. Them? No, we got rid of them at the. It's end. Gordy. Did you reset it? Gordy, I got uh, get. How does Gordy have inspiration? <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Gordy's got inspiration, and I've got inspiration. Doesn't <laughs> come in handy. Uh, <laughs> you say that you don't want it, and then later. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't a one, but it oh. was right next to the one on the die. It was a thirteen. 
Get a little nervous there. Yeah. Uh, you, so you start to blow okay. a little bit, and that just makes them even more excited that they are participating in the most important event of their lives. Super Secret Network! Super Secret <laughs> um, But it really, you get the sense from them that it really is the most important thing they've probably ever done. And they are just so excited that they both zip it. And they look towards you guys, and they're just like... Is there anything else you need? Because like we're here to help you out. Um. So we get. Do we get the sense we can really trust these guys? Uh. Roll insight. Did they do it right? I'll be like out in the street. You're, I realize. Yeah, you're checking. Like, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Very good. Beautiful. Yes. Sixteen. You, yeah, you, everything you know about the humans you've interacted with mostly learned from these guys. Well, and dwarves, I. No, more than whatever. Yes. So. And okay. you, yes, you do get the impression that you can trust them. But they are not the quickest dwarves you've ever talked to in the sense that they may give away things they don't mean to. Mm. Yeah, I'm Their so intentions are good. <laughs> Is their execution perfect? Not always. What do you know of Beak? Um, like, can you cook it? I've never eaten. Uh, I mean, I've eaten a squid that has a beak part in it. I did that once. Mm. Um, I also know that a beak has a top part and the bottom part. Okay. And they clap together. Sometimes okay. they have little holes in them. No, this is fine. Okay. <laughs> and then the other one, Zork is around. like, you know a seagull has like a little red spot on the bottom part of it. Yeah, I've turned and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know what it is. They're so happy to help them. And then one of them yells out, wait! Wait one more thing if you're going to the chandlery. Wink. Mm. Um, have you ever heard of the Covenant? Yes. Yeah. It's not so secret headquarter for Lendar there. It's, sorry, not secret? Oh yeah, I mean, we know about it. <laughs> We're just some guys. <laughs> so it is above ground. They look towards each other, they're like, is there a basement? Have you ever been inside? They have a basement. I mean, they probably have a cellar. Have you been inside the cellar there? I've never been inside the chandlery at all. I mean, why would I go there? And they continue, and then they're talking about how good deals on rope. Great deals on rope there. <laughs> all right. But they, they share with you the little bit of information that they have that would be secret about the place. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And th that's it. <laughs> it's just that it's not so secret. <laughs> okay. I, the idea is that people hire mercenaries out of yeah. this building, so the warehouse itself may be a bit of a front. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they're not a thieves' guild. They're legitimate. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So everybody knows, but also it operates as a functional warehouse. Sweet. Slash sells. Assorted candle-type goods and shipmaking goods. Bork, Zork, thank you. Leaving. Anybody else? Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. gone already. Yeah. You're already gone, um, and they are—they will not stop watching you guys until you're totally gone from their sight because they're so excited. That thing where you like turn around and see they're still looking, and then you just start speeding up a little bit. <laughs> Take a needless turn. Yeah, just uh, uh. Okay, and as you're outside of their line of sight, 
you travel around the corner and you have two options now. You can go in the direction of towards the docks. Definitely you hear bells from the harbor part of the city, seagulls. Definitely smells like <clears throat> that kind of a neighborhood, you know, fish, etc. And ships, that kind of stuff, billowing sails. And I know you smell them. Don't worry about it. And <laughs> you can also go in the direction towards where you'd go back towards the inns and other goods and sundry stores. I am unsure of what to do first. Should we try to find Beak or approach the vampires? For we know their teeth are be take, being taken as part of a spell. For if they are powerful, yes. they could assist us. This may be true. I think maybe uh, let's just start with the chandlery uh, and, you know, Case. We don't want to be at the uh, Bortooth uh, until late. Yes. Yeah, we'll have to uh, put on a matinee for kids. Yuck. Yeah, no one wants to do that. <laughs> um, kids love Gordy. Except Gordy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he loves kids. But, um, yeah, I'm not sure. I think maybe the Covenant is good people to talk. Like, they're going to have connections way more than Blacksmith. Uh, to maybe figure out who to talk to to get us in to the party, uh, let, you know, whether Please. we're entertainment or not. Uh, but entertainment is sort of our cover, so... Yeah, I definitely think we should lead with the whole entertainment thing. Definitely. I'm not sure what the Covenant can do for us in that regard for getting us close. I imagine there are many great heroes who want to be at big party, being fancy people. Yeah, I think the cover Covenant just probably has connections like we'll through all levels of- uh, Towards the Chandra. Okay. The Approaching the docks, louder sounds of a very busy area <laughs> and not too far from it, you can see the river. Uh, release the Kraken! Uh, yep. What? Used to it at now. <laughs> yeah. As <laughs> yeah. so we pass many ponds. <laughs> oh. We sure will tonight at the, at the tusk, at the boar tusk. A couple of people are turning to stare. Start of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Ila, uh, do you? I thought. You know, when we're done at the chandlery, maybe we should stop by the boar tusk to let them know that we're performing. They'll tonight. be stoked, given everybody like, else's like, They'll Oop. be so excited. We'll say booking got lost in the mail because it didn't come, because it's summer of sorrow. Yeah. And we are here it's now. Died along the way. Like. And we, we, we made it here now. We are a little late, but they won't mind, I'm sure. And if maybe we kill it tonight, we go to ball. Is that also tonight? Do we get vibe? Uh, yeah, you can tell that it's tomorrow. Let's kill it. Tonight. Well, the guys, the guys told you what they know. People are still arriving. You know, everybody in the town is talking about when the deliveries are going to be. So, anybody who has to make anything, um, bakers, etc., um, people who deliver stuff for the actual event, you know, they would have told you it's tomorrow night. Okay, so we got to really nail it tonight so that 
I think so. Legitimately get to Let's go. wrap up real quick with main plot and then focus mostly on. <laughs> I um, I do not understand why we are doing this. We could just go to the vampires and tell them. You cannot it's just fun. go to just Castle. The point is, you not born. <laughs> it's uh, they're not gonna just let a bunch of people come in and talk to them. We are covered in swamp. Um. It's been a long two weeks, man. I've been wet. I just want to. I want to have a good time. I I don't look significantly different from the rats I killed for. <laughs> I just I didn't want to say nothing <laughs> before I we get go. it. It's okay. Thank you. Uh, you know, but it's, let's be honest. Well, I mean, first thing I said was let's get inside, but we find other cool things, and I pull out the item and be like, ha ha. No People stare. Before <laughs> yeah. we go to the Covenant, we murdered the succubus that were part of the Covenant. Yeah, it's not murder when it's like a succubus in service of a heroic thing. Then it's just heroism. Murder is when it's like bad killing. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, what they were doing, murder. They take people, kill them, take yeah. a brain. This is evil, not good. We there attack us. We we punch them from kill. the face. Yeah, the worst you can say about ours two is tiny uh, pieces. Extra dude stuffed well, in the bag. Well, I mean, bag. the murder maybe yeah. you did little murder, but like the tearing apart was after little murder. So like we did not kill any murder, but we are seeking <laughs> judicial <laughs> killing. We are seeking not murder. right. But and I don't know, I don't know. I think we just go there, see what's up. Maybe pretend to be adventurers looking for mercenary work. Yeah. But instead, oh. and like see what their vibe is. Maybe they're evil too. And they're like, you know, they, they send succubus there to steal brains. Yeah. What kind of company works like this? This is, the vampires will want to know, but maybe we get more information. Yeah. More, and pardon and, the phrase, dirt. And, and let's avoid using the murder word in general. It's not, you know. We encountered. I, I, I don't want to pay the curtain tax if people decide we're murderers. Mm -hmm. You know. Oh. Maybe three is a company I mean, really popular. Big here. rock guy, you're not gonna get sucked dry. So I, I see how you're less concerned. Yes. But it would be very bad. For They'll us. find other thing to do bad. I am worried that. We will be in for a fight if we go to the chandlery. I don't disagree, I my friend. I, I think I think we may be. I don't think they know that we did what we do. I mean, hopefully. But I have we. Done, I've done covenant contracts before. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah it's a legitimate organization. Ah, you got union hours. Yeah, great. <laughs> You know, okay. one or two. Like, I mean, they, they give contracts to everybody. Not all of them are quite so savory. But uh, yeah, like, I don't think they'll just straight up attack us. Okay, uh, well, let's lead with that. I think if they're going to attack us, it's going to be later at night. <laughs> right, and they'll hire somebody to do yeah. it, probably. Figure out what our, our story is, though. What's our tune? Are we going in there like... We're looking for mercenary work. Are we going in there like we're we are a traveling circus group? Carcoon and the buffoons. Oh. Maybe I say, oh, I do like that name. When you say it out loud, the carcoon and the buffoons sounds pretty good. Um, I am uncomfortable with this. With going in? No, with this performance thing. 
Oh, well, we'll work it into the performance. Maybe you can just... Oh, yeah. Good voice for narration. You read from the script, you tell the story, we act it out, you help with magic things. Uh, You can, like, make earth rise and stuff, and we can do, like, platform things, you know, jumping off it or something, you know, launch us into the air or, you know. We'll play it by ear or, like... Small pebble on side of head. Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, small pebble on side of head. Ela, you can hear whispering in your mind. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I know. Carcoon <laughs> uh, and the. Go down foods. to the water. And maybe, maybe go for a dip. Are there any starfish? Check if there's starfish, Ela. It's going to be really cold. It's going to be pretty cold, though. I know, but how are we going to know more things about starfish? <clears throat> this is a river. It's, it, don't go in the river. It's very cold. Yeah, can I just... But then you could be a walrus and swim in the water. And we can find out more about what it's like to be a walrus, but not on land. Here's the deal, my, here's the deal, my friend. <laughs> Night, I, I promise you that I will turn into a walrus for the show. So that will be, it's coming. It's just not, it's just not, now's not a great time. But I hear you, I respect your feelings. No, no, Uh, get a ball, drops it on her nose. Oh yeah, probably no one see this. Yeah. Ela. We just gotta find a ball. Did you know that- (laughs) Carcoon's been acting up this- Sometimes people used to tell me that they didn't believe me. Is that true? Well, I believe you. It's just Cliff for me. I believe in you too. <laughs> I believe you're going to be a walrus soon. I uh, yes, I yeah. okay. <laughs> okay. Breathe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think maybe we go into the covenant. You lead us um, with your experience. We say yeah, I maybe. I lost my card, but. Well, maybe they still remember you are what I would call iconic. Uh, They, (laughs) you, uh, we go in, you lead, you say like, we are here in cover of Carcoon and the Buffoons, dancing team. Uh, We are here for mission or are we already on the mission? Is that something like, is communication between stations bad? Our, our ultimate goal from the government, cover, government, <laughs> covenant is uh, information on Beak, right? Or yeah, yeah, I think so because our things coming from here, the, the, the Griffin Lady uh, and uh, are they known to give out details of those who hire them? Uh, not in the slightest, no. Mm. Then is this worthwhile? I mean, anything's worth. How much gold do we I have? I think like they like uh, nothing. Gold. I, I have, have like none. six gold. <laughs> I, um, I wait, think we, I think maybe we go in there. Say we look for some work. Maybe we browse through the catalog. We see their operation might come in handy later. Because remember, our yet unnamed little Griffin mm. comes from this place. From here. This is where uh, it was sent. And I'll kind of like pull out the invoices that I have that were all the crates in the Tower of Vale. Oh. They all 
came from this source. This is what tracked us to Beak. Beak's and as you approach, you yeah. see the symbol. There is a inside of a spiral, a lit candle, sort of a logo, and that is the same stamp on all of the invoices that you have, which includes a necklace that you found. Right, and which I'm sure I identified. Yeah, um, necklace of fireball. Wow! Um, and you rolled how many of those red beads? Um, yep. Those are the fireballs that you have at your disposal. And the... some fireball. I know. The crate that the egg would have been in was included on one of those invoices, but just as one heckin' cool magical egg. <laughs> Verbatim. Heckin' like a lot. Ca- canon. Yes, <laughs> canon. Okay. Uh, you are outside of what is a warehouse at the docks. Mm. It's mid-afternoon. All right. Seagulls, people working. You are okay with it. Ships coming in and out, occasional Mm -hmm. harbor bells. Let's get lay of land. We may need to sneak in here once we learn more about Beak. Maybe we get advantage on home turf. Uh, Where, what, is it one of these buildings? This building. Is that one? I figured as much. Okay, Uh, and is there anyone uh, around it, guards of any kind? No. No? Okay, I'm just gonna walk over. It's quiet AF, this building. Cool, I'm gonna walk over to the wall and just put my hands against it and see if I can sense anything moving inside. Do not delete the wall, do not delete the wall. I will not. Okay, relax. (laughs) (laughs) And the wall comes, no. (laughs) You can sense the steps of a humanoid kind of I don't know how much you can really tell. Normalish person. Okay. And you can also sense other movement upstairs through, you know, the way, you know, there seems to be something going on down low and then something upstairs. Okay. But there's or not higher. Not like a ton of movement, just yes. like a couple it's of It's actually you're surprised how little movement is inside, mm-hmm. but there are there are two distinct sources. There are very few people inside. They're probably not expecting anything, any trouble. I get the feeling many people know what this place is, but maybe not know what it's up to. Shall uh, we? Is there a door? You betcha there is. All right. Um, Do you have any magic make look different? You look different, not as iconic as well? Um, yes, but... We'll spin briefly and spin back so you can see what the door looks like. But if we turn around here. Mm. Wait, where the hell is it? Oh, there it is. Just uh, where you can see that there's a door here. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, it's huge. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Um. But I'm going to spin back just for ease of our. Hmm. Whoops, too far. I'm going to look for a quick check-in that we can see because we are going to, as we approach, pull it up. Wow. Sweet. Uh, give me a marching order coming inside. Uh, yeah, I guess yeah, Kittles please is going first. I'm not good talking people. I'll go second. Sorry, Tibbles, you're going first? Okay. Uh, I'll go I'm going to have Gordy just yeah, sit outside. I'll, I'll, I'll stay behind. You'll stay in. Outside? Or no, I'll stay at the bank. Ah. Are you coming in? 
Uh, yeah, I'll stay in there. But, yeah. And I assume Kirkun is in your hat, Gordy's in your yeah. pack, I mean, the bird is in your pack, and everybody kind of comes in. Are we going to have chat name of Griffin, or are we? I uh, hadn't decided. Oh, okay. Let's see kind of what happens here. Um, to answer, Storber, I can, but at a cost. Okay. I cannot do it for long. I see. And short time. only so many times a day. Of course. Well, are we uh, ready to... Let's do it. Let's go. Let's, let's go in and uh, see about talking to the Covenant here. Um, having worked for the Banana Man. Andrew, you sneaky guy. Banana Man is not um, <laughs> on site this time. But uh, thank you for joining us, Banana Man. Banana Man. Um, <laughs> having worked uh, for the Covenant before, is there, could I know any sort of like password or like code word or anything? Uh, you get the impression that usually what you need to do is enter and you recall from a previous previous contracts that someone would greet you there and then you don't need to give a code word or password. You just say that you are looking for work. Okay. Uh, yeah. March on in and uh, is there like a front desk or something? Or? <laughs> Receptionist. <laughs> you know, for for people who want to come buy bulk candles. Uh, there's oddly no one around. There is a warehouse space. You can tell that there are definitely boxes of candles, wax, string that would be used to make those candles. There is oils, soaps, as you read on some of the other crates around. Then there's a bunch of materials for painting, probably ships. There are other nautical supplies, sundries that people would come in for purchase if they were embarking on a long sea voyage. Definitely rope, <laughs> as you heard about from the blacksmiths. Um, should they uh, shout out or do a little poking around? Yeah, I mean, uh, can, you, can you feel where people are in here? Um, there was one upstairs and there was one down here, but I do not see him now. Can I sense anything anywhere nearby? Not, no one's moving nearby. Mm. They may be hiding. We are here to buy odd. candles. Just, but we're yeah. here, we're here to buy candles for look, our show. Look, looking for work. And when you say looking for work. Working work candles. <laughs> Working candles um, from the back, between many shelves and assorted warehouse supplies, boxes, crates, approaches what is definitely a vampire and joins you at the front and comes forward to greet you. <laughs> Take a few steps back as it moves forward. It's <laughs> just creep. <sighs> Hi. Just floats. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, up from one of the boxes. Like, oh. <laughs> Floating out towards you. <laughs> Who needs candles? No. Looks towards you, Grim. Uh, hello. Uh, hello. 
we're looking for work, as we said, you know, uh, in, in the city. We are closed. Your door there was open. There is no more work. There is no more covenant here. Wait, what? The covenant exists, but not here. There are no contracts from the Chandlery anymore. Uh, how long has that been going on for? What happened? Give me the hot goss. There are no more contracts from the Chandlery. You all are trespassing. Do you know a vampire by the name of Terran? You are all trespassing and you need to leave. This is my home now. And Who are I you? am the manager owner. I am in charge. What is your name? Looks towards all of you, clocks each of you in turn. I am Nevir, Drevos. Why, have you heard of me, Rockman? Have I? No. <laughs> uh, sorry, what was it? Na na Nevir. Nevir. I got that really wrong. Never. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Of the, no. <laughs> how, how long have you been in charge here? I have been here for six years. Well, kind of avoided the question there. How long of that was in charge? This is my house now for many months. Mm. Okay, okay. My uh, wife and I, we all take charge of relics that come in from trade. We run this warehouse. It is not a covenant building anymore. Do you know where we can find the new headquarters? No. You are all trespassing, and yes. I would very much like you to leave. Absolutely, and I'll kind of like take my hat off, like our apologies. You hear like a sound like a, like a rummaging upstairs, a loud crash to the floor that he looks very concerned suddenly and looks back and then turns to you all. What was that? It is my household and none of your concern. What is the ceiling made out of? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> many, many things. Some wood, yeah. you know. Yeah, right. Some other sort of building materials. <laughs> I use the necklace of the <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, I'm so sorry for trespassing. Uh, we will leave and leave you alone uh, forever. Yeah, we're going to be putting on a show tonight at the Bo Boar's Tooth where Band of Traveling Troubadours 
you know, if you and the uh, missus there feel like coming out for a good show. Uh, what do you know about my wife? You just said you had a wife. Is she not oh. the one upstairs? Sent you. No, no one. He was sent by Beak. Holy shit. Oh. I'll like put my hand inside my hat, but not pull anything out. Yeah, that's Everyone roll initiative. True. Yes! Uh, we will be back after we take a break! <laughs> for sticking with us. Welcome back from our short break. And here we are about to roll initiative. We are entering into combat as our players have just charged into the chandlery at the docks in Lendar. And they find themselves face to face with a vampire. And as soon as someone mentions the name Beak, (laughs) we enter into combat. Initiative rolls. Had a funny feeling. Four. Well. Heck yes, Hila. Oh dear. Emissary. Nine. (laughs) <laughs> six. Storber, six. Look at you guys under 10. Tibbles. 14. Tibbles! That's like an under 10 for, for Tibbles. <laughs> that is pretty low for Tibbles. Yup. Okay. On our end. Dun, 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 dun. Such a weird thing. Okay. I have a staff that casts okay. age armor, but when I use it, it doesn't adjust my armor class. Very strange. Are you tuned to it? Entering into this combat scenario, you are all in the basement of the chandlery. That is the smells of the wood, oak, resins, paints, waxy candles, and the vampire, hearing the word beak, races towards you. Claws at you. Just saying, I said leave. Make me. Uh, I don't know that a uh, 11 is enough. Oh, because of my mage armor, it's not. 13. He makes two attacks. Okay. With mage armor, you got 13? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Oh my God. This is a 21. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a clawing yes. attack? It's a claw attack. Sweet. So, this is slashing damage. Which I am resistant to. Oh. And she grabs more dice. <laughs> Screw you <laughs> and your gun. It's nine total damage, so you'll do half. So four? Round down, yeah. Copy. You'll also hear him yell, stay upstairs. Okay, okay. Tibbles. Uh, um. So it's just the one vampire. Uh, with my experience with vampires, can I get a sense for like 
is this like a full powerful vampire? Mm. Roll perception. Fifteen. Not a full vampire. Does Not that spawn? different from the vampire spawn that you faced before, previously, in Giorgio's bedroom. Cool. Yeah, we can do this. Uh, I will allow Tibbles to do that, plus his regular action, because Tibbles is quite a study of vampires. Mm-hmm. That's super cute. The, uh, skill check <laughs> on here. Anyways. Um, but, uh... I mean, are you sure that you, you want to start this, buddy? Like, there's a bunch of us. Uh, you know. We're happy to just leave. His head is turning back after having yelled out, Stay upstairs. Can I roll persuasion? Yes. I mean, I'm a little pissed. (laughs) (laughs) It's a simple question. The dwarves pretended not to Oh, okay. Um, In response to the feet, although he is slashed out at you, his claws, then takes some movement and step back in response to that. So he had raced towards you and he comes back uh, in front of Tibbles. Opportunity attack? Uh, what? Okay, I'll say yes, but you are also hearing Tibbles and he's yeah. towards him. So it's up to you if you still want to swing at him. He doesn't turn his back to you, he just kind of like can I hold my attack until it does something? Like, um, I don't want to attack until it actually shows def- that it's still going. Yeah, Navir is definitely waiting and looking at all of you. I'll save my reaction. Yeah. Just growl. Yeah. I hold You're my attack. Persuasive. As soon as it attacks somebody, okay. I will attack. Upstairs. More crashing. Something has just like ran into a wall and knocked a bunch of crates over. Emissary. You're here, right, Ila? You're still here, not upstairs, crashing around, vampire, lots of... Not yet. (laughs) Um, So he hasn't responded to Tibbles? Just backed off a little? All right, I'm gonna. Am I? Is my back against the wall? Like, what's going on here? Yes. Yeah, you've walked in. You're not like back up against the wall, metaphorically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or literally, but <laughs> you know what I mean. You, you're just just inside the door. Okay. You walked in, but not felt the impetus to move farther forward. All right. Uh, I'm going to. Oof. I'm gonna slide past Storber or whatever movement it takes to get past him to get behind those crates. And can I do an action stealthily to see if this thing won't 
watch me? Uh, you want, roll stealth? Like, okay, I was, I want to slip the carrier off my back and just kind of put it next to the crate? Yes. Without that being seen? Yeah. You can roll stealth or sleight of hand. Sleight of hand? Yes. The same zero fucking... <laughs> Ugh, 12. Uh, you, you put the crate down. Okay. Whether he notices you or not, you can't tell. All right. Um, <laughs> does that cost me an action? Yes. Yes. Yes? Okay. Well, then, in that case, that's all I got. So... You'd have movement left if you wanted to move. No. Oh, yeah. I'll move back. Can I get to the front of the crate now? Yeah. All right. That uses up all of my 30 feet, probably, having to, like, sneak. <laughs> okay. That's, that's I mean, me. you're reasonably... You, you don't make a huge noise. You don't kick anything over. You don't tear any walls down. Yeah. Which, for you, is great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm improving. Ask for me. you, this is pretty stealthy. Uh, and you drop out of sight from his line of sight, the crate that you would have been carrying. Mm. And now you are unburdened. Yeah. After Emissary, Starber. Elo, you're on deck. Um, with one hand in the hat, I'll kind of pull it out. But it's like, it's just the hat. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pull out the, uh, like the item. This is kind of like a little rod and I'll kind of charge it up, and I'll uh, kind of hold it out, and I'll cast Sanctuary on uh, Emmy. Hmm. Um, so that will, you ward a creature within range against attack. Until the spell ends, any creature who targets the warded creature with an attack or a harmful spell must make a wisdom saving throw. Ah. Okay. Um, this spell doesn't protect the warded creature from area effects in, as a, such as an explosion. Um, so the save is 15 and the duration is one minute. Okay, nice. And does, it, does the effects end once I do damage to it or something? Or uh, yeah, and the effect will end if you attack. Okay. But until that time, you are warded. <coughs> Excuse me. Cool, thank you. Um, and because uh, that's a bonus action, I will use my action to say... Stand down. We are experienced covenant adventurers, and you are in trouble, mister. <laughs> hey. He hears you, Hila. Uh, Hila's very easily distracted, so the crashing of stairs is like really wigging her out. Um, she's also confused because she thinks covenant is a sexy word. Um, so she's just grumbling under her breath, like, I don't understand what's going on. And she casts Spider Climb on herself and just starts running towards the upstairs to get up. Uh, so she's going to move towards, there are a set of stairs here that would lead to the upstairs. Yeah. Um, I so just start climbing the wall. Climbing yeah. the wall up over top of yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. All the business. Sure. Okay. So she doesn't make it to exactly upstairs, but she will be up the wall up over here. Heading up towards the upstairs. Just the whole time, like, uh, I thought we were gonna have sex. I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> there's so much rope. There's so there's a lot going on. <laughs> Why, there's so much rope. I'm not into wax play. I don't. Anyway, but it's all under. She's all just. Just she, really flustered. I mean, she crumbles a little bit of it under her breath enough that Cliff picks up on it, <laughs> and he's like. 
You know, it's okay. We all like different things. Just embrace it. And, and just go with it. Sometimes she's a walrus. Sometimes she's a mermaid. Thanks for never kink-shaming me, Cliff. <laughs> also, do you, do you hear that, Ela? Do you, do you hear that? And suddenly everything around you feels very quiet in the middle of this combat. As you listen very hard, and you're trying to, you're distracted by that noise upstairs, and you think you're going to hear more banging and knocking of things over, and instead you hear, Mommy? Mommy? <gasps> and that's the end of your turn. Uh, the next person in order goes... And we are back up to the top of the round. And you're still in <laughs> combat with the vampire downstairs in the main part of the Chandlery. And the vampire hearing you, knowing everybody else, watching you move, seeing your reactions, realizing that you are indeed mercenaries. Or somehow the best act in town. <laughs> Capable of no. violence. They're not exclusive. <laughs> we can uh, do both. Okay. We don't leave initiative because things are tense between you all. Mm -hmm. So we're going to keep the reactions moving very quickly as Navir. If you leave now, we can be done with all of and I won't tell Beak. And we can all keep our lives. So it's to Tibbles now? Uh, Tibbles, it's your turn. It's only, we didn't hear the uh, mommy. Only, okay. only our dear friend Ela hears it. Okay. Uh, where she is approaching the upstairs. What do you guys think? Should we leave? Should we? This seems a little sketchy. Uh, you know? This is pretty heavy on quick, the sauce. Quick pull! Hands up! You Stay! Fight! Okay, I'm next, right? Uh, use nope. my reaction <laughs> to. There's another banging upstairs as though the door to the upstairs is locked and something wants out. Mm. And now it's your turn. Who said you won't tell Beak? Do you work for Beak? Storber, hold. Who's upstairs? Hila. I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk towards the door. I'm, yeah. Okay. I'm very curious. You get to the top of the stairs towards the door. It's closed, locked. And you, I yell, tell me who's in there. I mean business. <laughs> I mean business. <laughs> okay. After you, on the other side of the door, you hear, Mommy, let out. Okay. And downstairs. 
you are facing with Nivir. He looks to you, asking questions. Upstairs is my family. I will fight to the death to keep them safe from you, from Beak, from the world. I will die for this. You can kill me, but you will not kill them because you cannot. They will destroy you. I mean, I, I don't know the laws here perfectly, but you know, <laughs> they, they keep pretty tight control on vampires. So I feel like whatever you got upstairs, we have a fair bit of leverage over you now. Who would you go to? It's emissary. You say you are trying to protect them from Beak. I lied. We do not work for Beak. Sorry. We are looking for Beak as well. He has hurt many of our friends. Hila, at the door. To the can upstairs. I insight when yes. I say he? Or yes. can I like see if there's a reaction? So what specifically are you looking I, for? I want to see when, if I say, uh, when I say like, when I say be, he for beak, that kind of like a familiarity or like a maybe not. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, like you don't know, kind of like, yeah, yeah, we're not great. Um, nine. <laughs> Actually, what'd you pick up? It's good chance that Navir doesn't know either. Yeah. There's a very much a mystery about Beak and what he, she, it is. But Navir is closely connected to it and scared. And more scared of Beak than he is of you. Oh, I got, I got another thing I need We're to We're upstairs. Uh, I don't want to hurt anybody's family. I just, I, what should I do? I'm just yelling to them. What do I do? Open the door. Your family has nothing to fear from us. On the other side of the door, you just hear scratching fingernails, just clutching towards the wood and the way the fingernails are tearing through the door and trying to scrape through it. You hear, uh, pulling away of flesh and a crash from the other side of the room inside of that upstairs and this voice on the other side on its turn help mommy is coming okay so downstairs <laughs> you guys are sitting there with Navir. Do we like if we're looking at Navir, can we see Ela? Like see Ela is having a bit of a panic upstairs. <laughs> at the top of this round where it's Navir, we can pull out of initiative. Except for upstairs with Ela. Okay? So we're gonna do a bit of conversation, but upstairs there is still reactions happening in an attempt to get through to you. And downstairs with Navir. You say family, do you have a child? Where is its mother? Child of the grave. I have a daughter. Her name is Minerella. 
and she's five years old. And she will only ever be five because her mother died. Is and it, she died, and I will always have them with me. Is it common? Always. Is it common to have children of vampires? No. We must go upstairs immediately. No one goes upstairs. You as well. She is in danger. The child is not in danger. She is the a child sp- is already dead. She is a spell component that Beak is seeking. Child of the grave, teeth of the dead. Mind of the Beak brave, heart of the wed. hired me for that purpose. Beak just hired me to watch over What did this happen to your wife? My apologies. And your daughter. Upstairs. Ah! You're at the door. You hear a desperate clawing at the door to get out. Slow, feeble attempts. Just at the slight crack at the bottom of the door, you can see the shuffling of feet. And then the door starts the banging instead. The little fists on the door. Below where you're standing, someone much shorter than you is banging on the door. Thunderwave on a door, does that work? Oh, wow. I mean, there's a handle. It's locked. (laughs) Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't catch that. (laughs) I know there's handles on doors. It's locked. Right to Thunderwave. The the door is not just locked, but the closer you get to it, there's extra locks all up the whole door. Oh, yeah, Thunderwave. Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to cast Thunderwave on the door. Do I, I mean, roll for that one? That, yes. that, yeah. Whatever okay. that you thing. You start this process downstairs with a new ear. Um, he can't tell quite what you're doing, although he's keeping an eye on it. He's like, we cannot let them out. He botched it. I have done something desperate. Uh, what have you done? I was given components by Beak. He has a it, them, the thing that it is that talks to me and sends me tasks, tells Talks me. to you how? It's the hat. I'll take the hat off. In your <laughs> mind. No. Is he wearing Your dreams. No. Mm. We have a system where Big will make portal to me. And on the other side, I see him. It is a scry. You hear no things. Mm-hmm. What is your name, Navir? Sorry. Uh, My name is Navir. What is your daughter's Quest. name? <laughs> My daughter is Minerella. And my wife was Farzella. <laughs> Beautiful name. Farzella, before I do this thing. Because B gifts me it. But it is not a gift. She is now a curse. And I will keep her safe, but I must keep the world safe from her, too. Jeez. I botched. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Roll your percentile dice. Hmm. <laughs> 70. 
We're gonna come back to this. <laughs> if you help me keep secret of the family. We think that this is very convenient. One of these spell components may very well be your daughter. And Beak has a bigger plan in motion than yes. your family. We will, of course, protect you. I'm... <laughs> yes. Uh, have you heard the, uh, the little grimy tune thing uh, about... I said it, yes, Child of the Grail, yes, yes. Yeah, 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 but he wasn't really listening that much. Like, have you heard the whole thing? Because you didn't seem to register. I don't know what they're talking about. Child of the grave, teeth of the dead, mind of the brave, heart of the wed. Bring back our sister, bring back our blood, bring back our shadow, take back our love. Yeah, so we all heard those in our (laughs) brains in a dream, and... Uh, you know, it's clearly linked to the whole thing going on. It matches up with vampires getting their teeth pulled yes. and brains being pulled things. out of adventurers. Um, Quick note. Not Chad, but Sam has helped you out, but you still have an inspiration if you oh, want to yeah, use you it have in response to your natural one. Yes, I do. Upstairs. Um, we'll come back to you, though. Because um, it could still be bad. <laughs> but we are... Double punch hearing this, and it's the first time you can see the reaction on Navir's face. He's never heard that rhyme or that spell before. Okay. But it does line up with his life. Um, he is concerned, but hearing what's the commotion upstairs, all of this is too much for my family. You have to leave, or we will have a problem. We are she not will the get only. Out. She will get out. What we are trying to tell you, Navir, is that we are here to help your family. We need to get you out. No one can help us. Perhaps you can. Did you once run this place? You have some clout in town? I cannot tell anyone or they will come this, for her. We will this not must tell. remain secret. You need to leave us. We'll leave. Yeah, we can do that. If you, you know, give us a, just a little bit of information on how to contact Beak or get involved with there, because probably when we get our whole thing wrapped up with him, you'll be, your family will be safe and in the clear. So it's really in your interest to help us. You see like tears streaming down his face. She'll never be safe, but you can if you just leave. I don't want anyone else to die, but I will do this for her because I cannot live without her. Upstairs. Yeah, uh, 23, yeah, yeah, I think this one worked. Ooh. Okay, uh, so Thunder Wave. Yeah. The first step that you take as you're about to cast the spell, you see all the doors, the locks, and you have that thought of like, good idea, bad idea, Cliff weighs in, and then you just blast that door. What are the effects of Thunder Wave? Release uh, the Kraken. <laughs> 15 foot cube, originating from me. Everything must make a constitution saving throw. 
On a failed throw, it takes 2d8 thunder Holy damage. Holy shit! Like 10 feet away from me. <laughs> and still takes half damage on a successful yeah. save, right? Yeah. Okay, so the door takes, the door is first. Yeah. Um, and, and you Dex. blast the shit out of that door. Yeah. <laughs> On the other side of it, it's very quickly evident that blasted. So, Constitution save. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, this is fine. Door shrapnel. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, no. It actually passes. So on the save, what happens for our character on the other side of the door? Half as much damage and isn't pushed. Cascading off of a small zombie. Yep. Child. Yes. With large, weeping eyes in front of you. Bits of door explode all around it. At the back of the room, chained up, a mummy. Mm. Wrapped, preserved, fighting against (laughs) restraints. To escape, one arm is already free, knocking things off of a shelf nearby. Things go spilling. Most of it is already to the floor, but it is pulling against weak, chains for the other arm and the foot and the other foot as it attempts to free itself from where it's been stuck to the wall. Did you roll your damage? No. Oh. 11. Okay, so half damage yeah. on a save? Yeah. Okay. Wouldn't it be minus the damage? Yes, we are putting on the show for kids. <laughs> oh no, this is the matinee. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hi kids, do you like violence? <laughs> oh, you with D6s. It's, two, it's D8s. Oh shit, it is D8. Yeah. Sorry. But I mean. Oh, yeah. Those guys. No, thank you. They're difficult to understand. It's literally the same. Same thing? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wild. Okay. I like this VA. And what's the range on Thunderwave? 15 feet. 15 feet. Wait, so it doesn't actually reach the back of a wall where the mummy is restrained. Yeah. Nope. Okay. Put it at the bed and the. (laughs) You blow about the door and you release the child zombie. Cool. Do you. we're gonna leave you in initiative order with you, the zombie, and the mummy upstairs. Okay. Good luck. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, after your action, the zombie. And it slams into you. Send more cops. <laughs> For a 20, not actually. Yeah, yeah, that will hit. All right. You take four bludgeoning damage as it just crashes into you and you hear it wet, decaying. Jeez, tell me. As it smashes into you, almost in an attempt to get past you, to get out of the room, as much as it is to crash forward at this 
blast that's attacked it. Downstairs, Navir notices, obviously, <laughs> that the door has exploded and that you are people <laughs> freeing Boom. his family. Well, this is bad. <laughs> <laughs> if you help me restrain the family again, whatever you have done, I know that there is a problem. I know that I have done something awful, terrible. I've done magic. I don't understand. If you help me, I will message Beak with you, and we will talk to Beak. <laughs> but you have to not destroy them. We have to keep them for I am undead. Why is it okay for me to be a, a person in this world and not my family? You're debating upstairs. It might be better to just destroy her. No component, no spell. In an attempt to free Who's her body. coming, do you think? The fucking the guards. Jesus, Louise. Coming, but the family is there. I feel like we don't know that. Yeah. We do not see what. You have a quick things. chance before I roll. I mean, it's not like we're going to be able to interrogate a zombie. Okay. Yeah. Barzella breaks one leg free, so an arm and a leg are free. You can spot from across the room. I have nothing to restrain them anymore. Smell, anyway. dust, bone, rotting flesh, the strips of whatever. Navir has done to cure those bandages and treat them with whatever ointments and magic spell components he's needed to do to keep his dead wife alive and bring her back into this form, this rotting corpse that looks towards you and spots you through the door. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) And it sees you. Can I interest you in a matinee? Yeah. <laughs> it's a soft shoe. <laughs> yeah. There's glass under there. Oh, I accidentally wore my tap shoes. <laughs> Make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, no. A piece of, of the bandage across her face as some of her now stringy, dark brown hair ringlets drop and her eye is exposed. Covered over with a cloud, this rotten on the inside. She glares at you. I got a non natural 20. Okay. So, you succeed on a saving throw against her dreadful glare. You're now immune to it. Ooh. Otherwise, you would be frightened and suffer that condition. You're immune for the next 24 hours. Yes. I'm afraid of nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean business. (laughs) Downstairs with Navir and the guy. What do we like understand of the condition of his family upstairs? We've heard the child groaning, but we don't, we have no idea what threat lies ahead. Well, he just said that they're undead. 
Yeah, well, I mean, he's undead, right? So yeah. he said she'll never be five. She could be like a five-year-old vampire, and I'm just like not in the. But we, I mean, logically, you could gather that that's not the case because he says I'm undead. Why is it okay for me to live and not them? So, yeah. and he's done some sort of magic. So they're not vampires, but we don't know other than that. We need Beak. That's our priority. Yes. Do we have any other way that we can think of to contact Beak? Not really. So Beak will probably I come looking for this guy if we re- just stay here. Really don't like the idea of helping a vampire, but we need Beak, and this so is it, our. We will shut this. Whatever is upstairs, we will we'll contain it again. Worst comes to worst, we always come back and kill it later. Right. Yeah, sorry, buddy. Pretty fucked up shit. <laughs> I as long as you're. You have ra- ever lost something so dear that the rest of everything in your life fades like sand through your fingers? Yes. I have. And that's why you're lucky we're helping you. If I could change things. I would do nothing different. My family is everything. And I would do whatever it takes. But I would also help you find Beak. Because whatever Beak does, it is not my daughter who is spell component. It is much, much, much worse. Wait. Well, I mean, it sounds like you got some information you need to give us here. Yeah. Follow me. Okay. Takes you upstairs, but you're still in combat. You go next, Ela, against Hi. the zombie child. Um. Deer in the jaw. Yeah, I, I feel like I, I don't. Defend yourself accordingly. Yeah, I don't, want, I don't want to attack a little child. <laughs> it's saying mommy, and then there's. I, I'm. Hila's really overwhelmed. It happens easily, so she's just holding an attack. Uh, just in case, you know, they come at her, but she's just like, okay. So hi. what are you holding in response to? Uh, I'll probably just, uh, like a dagger throw. Yeah. Uh, for the mummy or the zombie? For the zombie, because that's who's close to me. The zombie goes to smash into you? Okay, so I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm gonna chuck a dagger. You do your dagger, zombie yeah. smash. Zombie slam. Zombie smash. I critted. Yeah. Roll damage. Sweet. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have my glasses, and that's really difficult. Uh, oh, a whole three damage. <laughs> uh, doubled because. Doubled six, baby. Wait, what's your? One D four. I know how to do this. Okay. Trevor. You said you couldn't see because you weren't wearing glasses. I'm just trying to help. Okay, the zombie's still up. It's a one. And it slams into you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you take four points of bludgeoning damage. And this time it works its way next to you and it just holds on to you. Oh. <laughs> Brought your dagger back. Trying to get. I mean, the, you could keep stabbing this thing. It's is, gonna, she, is she grappled? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's just looking to hide behind your you. Oh. Okay. There's a um, dagger sticking out of it. Yeah. I'll just... <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good shot, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and as you look down at it, 
It's clearly been bitten. Oh. And bits of its flesh have been torn away. There's fingernail scrapes through her cheek, Ooh, down I her see. neck. She has been attacked many times while she was dead, though. So it seeps, but it hasn't bled out. Right. She died before these wounds. Ugh. She's stinky, isn't she? Oh, oh yeah. heck yes. Yeah. And her little footprints leave goopy spots oh, baby. behind. Yeah. Dead baby. Yeah. Yeah, and, and she claws into your clothes. Uh, one of her fingernails pulls off and is stuck in the fabric mm. of your outfit. Mm. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rightly so. And she looks up at you, her face drooping, just assorted fluids running down. Her. Ooh. Okay, and as downstairs, you guys are just following Navir, who heads up towards you all. Um, and as you're moving to make room for him, you all enter into the upstairs. Uh, I feel uncomfortable leaving. Where, I mean, all of you, I don't know what you do in response to seeing that Hila is both stabbing and comforting a small zombie child. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay, baby. <laughs> I um, just don't know what to think here. <laughs> um, it clings to her. What have you done, Nivea? Tell us what you have done here. I am and have been for hundreds of years vampire. I meet the woman. She's beautiful. He gestures across the room to the mummy attempting to free itself desperately, knocking everything off of the wall two limbs free. Doesn't free a third limb. What kind of wall is she standing against? Mostly made of wood. Damn it. And she <laughs> just lets out a scream. <laughs> Bits of her teeth Lips, mouth fall away through Ugh. all of this Gross. wrapping that's trying to hold her together still. Um, it's high pitched, but also you can hear maybe hints of what her voice used to be like. She was beautiful and she would sing. And she had. It is no excuse. What have you done? They died to plague. And I lost first our daughter, Mineral, and wife, Fardel. She not, could not recover, and she died. And it came to me. This was Productive Covenant location. Many mercenary guilds come through. I'm no longer a working covenant. I only serve Beak. Mm. We have heard this. I hire the Three's company for Beak to deliver brains. I hire something worse to get vampire teeth. What? In response to requests from Beak. And you? in return, I receive the gift of life. But it is cursed. 
What, this is... We can't let this continue. It's cruel. Look at your daughter. This is not... Is this how you want to remember them? Love with. Do you really think this is what they would want? Now roll persuasion. Uh, roll insight. Insight. What did you hire to take the teeth of the vampires? Non-natural 20. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, we're gonna go with this one. Everybody else roll insight. Um, you're watching a conversation quickly happen between Tibbles and Navir. What are we inciting? I'm gonna tell you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He turns to you. I am weak. But I am man. Full of love. This isn't love. Rolls. 12. 23. Uh, all of you pick up on the fact that he would kill them if he could. In particular, Tibbles. He's just not strong enough to stop this. We can help. We can do this for you. It, it will be better. I know your pain and have lost the only thing that's important to me. Well, aside from Gordy. But, uh, yeah, he's my dog and best friend. Uh, mostly because of the other loss. <laughs> it, you will never be happy or able to move on as long as you've got this here. It's a danger to other people and to yourself, uh, not physically necessarily. I will stop them from leaving room. I will keep this secret. I, I cannot let you kill them. I cannot let you end their undead life. Or take mine, too. No, I will not do this. Does this look like life? You look like life. This is not life. She's so scared. Look at her. And you can just see that she peeks out from behind Ela as she claws at you still, can trying I... to fight you, but also terrified of the, mo the mummy mommy. <laughs> can I, I don't know if this would work, but can I cast Cure Wounds on her like new dead? Yeah, you can try. Just to yeah, you can try. help her out a little bit. Does it... We will find out. I mean, cast. Yeah, cat, yeah, use my thing, cast it. Uh, 1d8 plus one. Sorry. Everybody seems very nervous. Everybody seems very quiet, yeah. 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 For no reason. Everyone loves these like really tough questions and um, scenarios, right guys? Six? Yeah. Okay. Uh, there are parts of it that look slightly better. Okay, I was nervous because can't be healed. <laughs> oh, I, I, I was wondering if it would be like, 
JRPG rules where healing actually does damage to the undead. Uh, yeah. No, it doesn't get better like that way. It doesn't really get worse. Oh. I mean, for you, I mean, it looks like maybe it's slightly better. I'm just trying it. You feel better about it. Yeah. Doesn't change any of her status, any of her hit points. Uh, but. This is not a la- action of love. And Navir just leaves the room. I will cast Fairy Fire on the mummy and everybody else in 20 feet of the mummy. Uh, is everybody else going to back up? Or are you going to tell uh, me? I'm just going to hold the thing out and do it. Like, okay. I'm just going to cast Fairy Fire on it. So it is a dex save of 15. Uh, the mummy makes it. Saves. Darn. I wow. will. I'm going to cast Ray of Frost at it. Okay. We're going to go through our same initiative order from before. Oh, okay. Um, but I'll let you guys know. 17. This area. 17. Hits. Uh, woo, that is 14 damage? Yeah, 14 Stormer, damage. we're gonna hit you again. And, uh... And then Elok. How much damage? 14 damage, and the mummy's speed is reduced by 10 feet until the start of my next turn. Okay. Uh, I will cast Firebolt. Okay. Um, and I will... At the mummy? Yeah, at the moment I'll pull out the gun and I'll put the thing, uh, the item on it, um, which will activate one of my abilities, one of my features, um, Artificer. Oh, wait, that had fairy fire on it, right? No, I oh, did, did not land. She's restrained. Would that be an advantage? Uh, yeah, you can roll an advantage while it's still restrained. I'm just gonna see if it was still. A... Sure. It was not in that twenty. Um, yeah, so anyway, it adds 1d8 to any spells cast through it, and I will cast Fireball. Okay. Um, it's going to be Ela. 17. I don't think she's got it in her. I think she's just going to make sure that the daughter is not watching. Okay. Uh, oh, 2d10. Does it crush her head, or does it have to be... Seven plus... <laughs> 14 damage. Okay. Fire damage. Okay. Uh, the little zombie tries to leave. I'm gonna try and make sure she doesn't leave. Okay. Uh, roll, uh, roll strength. Six. Uh, she rolls eight, so she gets past you and walks and is working towards the towards the door. Daddy, killing me, bro. I know, friends. Okay, uh, downstairs. Is she walking past me? Does nothing. She does come towards you. Yes. Can I take an attack of opportunity? Can I opportunity grapple? Is that a thing? Yeah. Like we're a grabber? Okay. Sure. This is not a normal combat. Yep. Uh, Tibbles, you're on deck. Oh, I botched. Uh, a slimy 
attempt to grapple as her skin pulls away as your hand hits her. And instead you're just holding a piece of her flesh as she keeps moving past you. And she just keeps calling for her daddy. Do you want the percentile? Yeah. 80. Okay. Uh, you're extremely confused and the bit of the flesh that you're holding, um, there's just a sense of the smell about it, the unnaturalness of it hits you. Hell beasts. <laughs> uh, to move towards the um, zombie and the little you know. zombie. The uh, no, sorry, the mummy. Okay. Uh, and you know, dodging its flailing arms or whatever, I am going to attack in my normal fashion. Uh, it acts next, and then emissary. Uh, first attack is a 17. It's good number. <laughs> the energy is so low. This friend. is so second sad, attack is a 12. Ross. This is the saddest. <laughs> you have to kill a family. I can't. I mean, I'm fine with. We're mercy killing. <laughs> Uh, second for attack is 12. and then killing this guy totally. Also hits. Okay. You taking the mummy or the kid? Mummy. You roll an advantage? <laughs> okay. Two hits. Roll damage. Five plus 18, so 23 damage. Nice. It's barely up and frees one more limb. It is about to break forth and come at you. Emissary. Uh, scurry and hurry out of there. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. Um, uh, back this way? Yeah. Okay. Emissary at Storber and then Ela. Yeah. I'm going to. You're next to the zombie? It's about to leave the room and across the hall or the room from you. The mummy is restrained by one feeble clasp that is about to leave and okay. break free. So it's still restrained, so still at advantage. So I am guns to cast chromatic orb and hurl a four inch diameter sphere of energy at it. Nineteen hits. And um hold on. I have to choose. So I shall choose Fire's a good bet against undead things. Fire. And it's three D eight. Fourteen damage. Fire damage. What's the last thing formerly beautiful Farzella sees uh, or her rotting mummy corpse? So a sphere of orange energy comes towards it and it, when it makes contact with her, it bursts just into green flame that then engulfs her and she lets loose a croaking scream as the fire singes her hair and reaches up over and engulfs her eyes and she drops, hanging by one arm. And now it's just that one final limb connected to the wall and the rest of the bandages and the mummy 
into dust. The dust fills the air. Storber's turn. Holy shit. Um. Can I leave this room and go to the top of the stairs? No, you can, you'd have to get past the zombie child. Yeah, I uh, like storm past like I, like she's not even there. She's gonna reach out for you and slam through okay. you. Do it? Yeah, I'm going. I can. Heading downstairs. Yeah, I'm going downstairs. There's no way I can take. focus on that. She definitely hits you and you take four points of bludgeoning damage as she attempts to claw onto you to take her out of this room. Um, she slams into you. Kind of slams into me and I'll just kind of like leave and go to the top of the, like wh- however far I can make it to Navir. Hey, and I will, yeah, and I will pull my gun on him and I will say, you have gone too far. And uh, face you. I will just use my turn to say, many have lost what you have lost, and none would sacrifice what you have sacrificed to keep an abomination. You are a pawn, and I pity you. And I will not fire, I'll just stand there with my gun drawn. That's my action. Upstairs, Hila. Tibbles, you'll be after the zombie. Yeah, I think I'll just come down. I'm just gonna follow Snowbear. She claws at you too. Huh? She slams into you on your way by. Uh, her little hands are so ripped and torn. She doesn't do any damage to you. She slams through you. And you head down to meet Snowbear at the base to face the vampire. Just standing off, gun drawn as serious as you've ever seen him. The zombie shambles, trying to take steps down the stairs. Right. Manages, comes down the first few steps to head uh, towards you. Crap. All right, well. Uh, I'm gonna move up behind the zombie and um, try and put my sword through the back of its skull. Nice. Twice. Easy move. (laughs) Okay, you know what? That's not gonna happen for me. It's okay. We can imagine. It's a dramatic moment, but I can't see. (laughs) We'll leave. First attack. He's just going all over the stairs. Hit. Second attack, nat 20. Whoa! You don't even need to roll. (laughs) Looking out for where she sees her father across the line of the gun that you have raised at him, and this little tiny face as it's sliding away from the bone and flesh, and it calls out once more for its father. And then through, describe what she sees. Well, she doesn't see anything, because <laughs> she's facing the wrong way. Uh, but yeah. Everybody else who's on that side, as she like opens her mouth, uh, 
for that last gasping groan. Um, see just the sharp end of a rapier come sort of out through its little hole where its mouth is dangling. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, pulls it out and um, if I have time, I don't, are we still in initiative? Because I'd like to kind of walk past uh, Storber and try and kind of Get in front of Talk me. to Navir. Uh, um, that's enough of your emotion because we're going to head um, upstairs to Emissary to find out your last one in the room. Sorry, my I'm last one in the room? Um, you watch uh, Tibbles charge out yep. and you hear a bit of a gasp from the others as clearly she was, he, he did it. Okay, um, are, we st- are we still in initiative? Um, it's going to be up to Storber, who's on deck. Okay, um, I will go and pick up uh, the mummy's body and try to rip the chain off the wall, the last one. Is that a strength roll? Yep. Okay. Straight strength? Just roll strength. Uh, 11. That's enough to do it. Okay. She'd almost broken free. And then I'm just gonna carry her down the stairs. Um, where's the girl's body? Uh, collapsed across the stairs on the way down. Gotta pick up both? Yeah. All right, I'm picking them up and I'm taking them outside. Okay. As far as I can get. Okay, so you probably get to the base of the stairs carrying both of the bodies. And everyone else can see that Emissary has the girl and the wife. Uh, what remains of both of them are left, uh, attempting to carry them through past you. Starbird, if you don't attack here, we can exit initiative. Um, hmm. I rolled a wisdom saving throw to see if I would fire when the child was killed. And I got a 12. Across the room at you, as the daughter collapses, and But I will use an inspiration. Comes down. Tickles, you also receive inspiration from Much Arcan. worse. So 12. Same. Uh, but you see the look on Navir's face as another father to father and the sense of relief and shame okay um he then i will lower my gun in front of you knowing that you may fire on him now i'll kind of walk over there and kind of gun half You're with open. Tibbles now. Tibbles has also gotten closer. And I will, I'm just gonna use my swampy, awful, muddy boot to kick him over and say, you'll tell us everything about Beak. Falls to the floor. Without fail, every detail that you know. 
Emissary, and you're passing as you hear this. Do you want to stay, or are you going to continue with the bodies outside? Uh, I'm going to take them outside. What? Corpses make people afraid. Leave them in here for now. I'm sorry. Mm. Put them in corner. Do not go uh, outside in big city holding corpses. Um, There's gotta be a carpet. It looks like a stone floor. <laughs> yes. Uh, away from me, I'm going to test open a patch of the floor. Do I see dirt beneath it or a it's cellar? It's the part of the floor that's stone leads downstairs to a cellar. Okay. Um, How do I get down to the cellar? Looks like you've already opened floor. Is there, a, do I see like stairs or something? Yeah, somewhere? there's a small, but it's more of a trap door with a ladder. Okay. Um, all right, screw it. I'm just gonna, uh, if I can see the dirt underneath, I'm gonna bring it up to myself, and then I'm going to go down with the bodies. Okay, so you're working on taking the bodies downstairs. Yes. Um, we'll just remove you from here as you're working to way, your way down. Basically, I'm gonna go find a pit, a deep pit. I'm gonna make a deep pit. And bury them. I'm gonna put them in there, and I'm gonna set them on fire until oh. they are scorched to nothingness, and then. He's emissary putting them to rest. From your vision, but uh, <laughs> is working on whatever emissary is doing. And upstairs, Navir on the floor in front of you. Yeah. And I'll kind of like step back a little bit and just kind of like lean up against the barrel and continue my wisdom saving throws. Okay. And Tibbles, as you face Navir, he looks up to your face. Thank you. He's still collapsed on the floor. He can't even stand. It will hurt less. I don't believe you. Maybe tomorrow I have a date with the sun. But before then, I'll tell you everything. Speak. Context. The covenant gives us chance to save family. Everything we need in basket with a card that says, do for me, I do for you. Sure. What did you do for him? I hire succubus. All, all you do is yes. hire company. Beak brings the bag and says the bag is for I believe the what? sisters. The sisters need the brains. And then also, arrange for me to hire someone else to collect vampire teeth. Much my worse. own kind, sorry for my mic, my own kind. And I say, I'll do this to save family. And then, I hire the Mind Flayer. And the Mind Flayer collects the vampire teeth. Do I know what that is? A mind flare? Yeah. Roll. Ah, uh, you know what, you don't need to roll. You actually, you've done enough research in this area, you know. Okay. And you can fill everyone else in later. Um, mind flare. In the north, at the dark monastery, where the elves are. The sightless ones. There is one here, alive. You have seen this? Don't meet him. So somebody tell you a rumor of a mind flare, of course. Send a message to the dark monastery to the north, 
where I know the elves are, the sightless ones, the sightless elves, that they have lead, connection there. I hire through them someone who comes forward at night. Only missed. The vampires, no. Teeth gone, taken for the spell for the sisters. You said much worse, though, when you first explain it. The dark elves have found something to give them all telepathic powers. They keep it there locked and secret with the mind flare. And they are connected somehow to the sisters, but I do not know. But Beak is not who you search. Beak just mad creature who do favors for favors. Sounds familiar. I do favors for favor. And now, for releasing me, I, I bring you Beak. Is that really what you want? Where is this monastery? Dark monasteries to north. Cloud forests along the mountains. Everyone knows. Just point to the direction Someone will tell you where are the blood peaks, the mountains, where red snow falls. Not I'm far. Obvious. Everyone knows about the elves, but they do not know their secret. They strive for a long time. How did you discover this information? So resourceful. Beak shares when Beak wants. So I think Beak take more from you. I think Emmy, you were right. I'm downstairs. Oh, you are not here, Emmy. No. <laughs> shit. <laughs> I smell the smoke and be like, oh shit. <laughs> um, and in the course of this conversation, you've probably been able to accomplish your task and head back upstairs. Okay. Uh, Navir scrambles to his knees in front of you as emissary returns. Uh, so facing you all. Now, I assume you move a little bit up, Ela. Yeah. It's been a tough day on Ela's front here. Um. Navia, I have erased your crimes. Has he been helpful? Oh, yeah. And he will continue to be when he gets us big. You have a chance now to do good, to make up for what you have done. And you must only then forgive yourself. There is no forgiveness for me. You must decide what that means. But you are right, Emmy. You have acted out of love. That is not a bad thing. I bring to you only offer I have. I do not like system of beak where favor is favor but I will do for you whatever you want for this gift you give me because I can give you only a gift which is I expect nothing now in the return can you get us into that party tonight oh, tomorrow I will tomorrow. do absolutely be cool no one is everything <laughs> I don't 
know anything about the party. No one tells me anything about the party. Then you contact Tomorrow the Countess's throw party, yes. You vampires all invite. Can you? Because always, can vampires you? invite. Bring Terran here. I can send message. Terran will have invites for you. Hmm. If you go to party tomorrow, go to Cal Countess's castle. Tell them that you are there, that the Navir left something. Terran will be there. I will send this message for you. Must we wait until tomorrow? This is urgent. You only ask me for this. I <laughs> cannot There's only a party tomorrow. <laughs> I cannot say when someone else will be there that I will know. Terran, I, I know. still don't think I think a party is our best chance to get anywhere close to the Countesses. They're not just going to let us in. Right. But we have Navir, a vampire. Do they not hold them in high regard? I don't know if... Tomorrow morning, Navir is resourceful and useful as today night. Why is everyone so reluctant? We now know that the vampire's teeth are being taken by... A creature? Um, I, I wasn't there. I'm assuming everyone filled me in. <laughs> <laughs> the mind By El Nilithid. Yes. We must inform them of this. They will want to know. I will not be here tomorrow. And so I do this for you. And he starts, he breaks free from his necklace um, a gem. And he starts to move the gem in a circular pattern. Kay. And forming in front of him is a vision that around him, you see. And then next to him, oh. on the other end of this vision, appears a face. And so he scries towards someone he's been gifted with this spell for. And in response, on the other side, Yeah. The face. Oh, it is back to us. It's a plague doctor. <laughs> um, long black capes. And in a mask across the face. Um, because of the way these two spells work on each side, slight delay in this conversation. They are each watching and hearing each other. You watch and see this vision in front of Navir. Speak, I am free, and I care not anymore for the gifts and for the crush that you give me. But I bring you now the heroes of Belmos. And they will end all of this. And they will end your games, Beak. They will stop the sisters. And when everything is free again, there will be sunshine for everyone except me and my family. And then Does B on the other Does see us? Like, yeah. like scan the room? the room? Okay, okay. Uh, turns and looks around, <laughs> witnessing all of you next to the broken but free and somehow stronger and he's seen Navir in a very long time. Mm. Then it's seen Navir. She's seen Navir. 
they've seen yeah. here. Who are these sisters? The countesses. Hmm. I'm so excited to meet you. We're excited to meet you as well. Hello, Storber. We have many questions. I think you just call yourself emissary. Hmm. Yes. Ela and Cliff, so nice to share one mind. Yes, 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 yes. I am Beak, and I am hopeful to do an exchange with you. Waits for the delay on the other end to hear and see what is in the room. Um, Storber will pull out as quietly and stealthily as possible, pull out the compass and super think about this exchange with Beak. Where is Beak right now? The compass spins. Oh. That's what I do. What do you want from us? Small, 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 small things. I want two things. And I'll tell you everything I know. Two things, two things. When you go to the party, I know that you're trying to get invitations to the Countess's grand ball. They are going to have a fabulous party tomorrow they are super rude and do not like me they never trade and they never do beak favors they never give me anything rude not a fan and I would like a lock of their One, you know, she's got dark, beautiful, big curls, her dark skin and her big eyes. She is so mean. I love it. Bring me one of her curls. And then her ridiculous wife, whose hair spills forward like red flame. Just embarrassing the rest of us that she's so beautiful bring me her hair just a piece favors for favors you must be beautiful too perhaps remove the mask and we will be able to tell and what will you give us what do you want I have been doing favors for favors we for want, the sisters. We want the illicit. Are we even contemplating this? I mean, we've seen what its favors are. I mean, you have to be really careful what you ask for, but I know that Tibbles, you're so smart. 
right? You won't ask for a family. I mean, I know Storber wouldn't ask for a family. You've already done And I don't think Emissary even knows what we're talking about. And Ela, you left yours behind. So you don't care, and you don't need one, and you don't have one, and I don't know if anyone will ever love you again. So I think maybe the best thing to happen is I'll give you what I know and why Adderjan is so sick. Because it's not because of me. But I'm helping them because they have such good traits. They give me everything I want. So I give them things like brains, gooey, 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 smushy brains. And I give them sharp, sharp vampire fangs. Boo, boo, boo. And then they give me things that are rare. Like, so rare. Like, like what? What do they give you? Mmm. It's secret. Have you given them children of the grave or hearts of the wed? They already had those. Because mm. of my sister. So Do you want more? Because the cost is just two little locks of hair. One is brown and one is red, and those countesses, which is a fake title, as you know, they've stolen it, and they're not really regal or fancy like they think they are. But if you give me, I will tell you where the illicit is. I will tell you about the dark elves and how to stop them. And I'll tell you what I know about the girls and the stupid snail they ride and the spell they're casting and what I know about why everything cries. Are the sisters not the ones causing the rains? Uh. Does this, can I roll for, does this snail thing mean anything? Like, yeah, riding a snail. Uh, history? Or what? Hmm? Yeah. Not a racing snail. Uh, Ela can roll nature. Do things ride snails? Things ride snails. The never ending story. (laughs) (laughs) I only got nine. What'd you get, Matt? Eight? 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 Uh, it doesn't really ring a bell. I mean, yeah, maybe, I don't think things right. Inspiration. Oh. Nice. Yeah, do it. <laughs> Got four minutes left. <laughs> uh, 15. <laughs> um, okay, so you actually heard a tale from Dalla. At first, you can't remember her because you've kind of been protecting yourself. But then you remember that she told you a story that her and her brother remembered from a long time ago that to the north. There was a stilt town in Adderjan 
And they had a legend, a beautiful legend, of three women, sisters, who were beautiful and magical and existed with nature and in harmony with the world. And they had a snail house and they moved across the land to the north. And as they traveled from place to place, they would bring riches and boons for the communities they visited. And when her brother left, he left with a book of legends and tales. He was smitten with adventure and fantasy and the ideas of finding all of these magical things they'd read about as children. So, I think we have a deal. I would like two things. And my good friend, Nevere, who has clearly taken ill. I think he doesn't need this spell components anymore. Right? And when you give them to the friends here, my good new friends, you can call me once. And we can finish this deal because you will bring me a brown curl and the red curl. And no. I will know if it's from them. And when I have them, I will tell you where you can go and who you face and anything else you ask me mm. of what I know, which is much, but the world is vast and mysteries abound. Mm. And sometimes one small thing means much to someone else. And I want this. So, my friends, do we have a deal? That in 24 hours, we should be ready for you to train with me. You will have a favor for me, and I will give you a favor in return. And it will all be fair. Hmm. Well, as you know so much of us, you know that we are driven by the things that inspire us. So we will meet with you and exchange what you are looking for and you will get what you deserve. I want to roll insight on Storber. Roll. I mean, you said you uh, get what you deserve. I think he's just lying. <laughs> yeah. And 22, I want... Oh and yeah, there's no way I can beat that, even I'm not even gonna roll. I'm like, we will meet with you and give you what you deserve. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure we get into that party. He laughs this weird, maniacal, high-pitched giggle, and then is gone. And all of you are slashed suddenly across your palms with a shape that looks like the mask Beak wears. <laughs> and it sears into your palms and flashes and then is gone, but leaves the scar shape in the palm of your hand. And Navir looks towards each of you as you react to the pain and holds out his own palm. Even in the stone? Huh? All right. 
You're all scarred, even in their stone palm. I... Well, that fucking sucks. This might have been a bad <laughs> idea. I agree. <laughs> I felt like we didn't have much choice. This Beak is probably still watching us right now. Yeah. Uh, Beak is gone. I Smell made no deal. And Navir looks to all of you and says, the important thing is to save Aldrigan. And sometimes we do terrible things because we have a goal to make beautiful. Yes, well, your terrible thing and then, then us doing a terrible thing for you. We so all... enjoy your first sunrise in a century because you have earned it by taking the memory of your family and I'll pull out a little, I have like an artificer infuser or infusion that is a, effectively just a photograph of my family, like hanging out on some ruins, at like a picture that I took of my wife and daughter and son. And I was just like, memories are more important than what you save for yourself. And I'll turn and walk away. Everyone else watches that happen. And next time, team and everyone, I promise we're going to a vampire ball <laughs> and it's going to be fun and it's going to be a party. I promise <laughs> that I will make sure that everybody has a blast. Why are you still party. talking like Beak? <laughs> I, <am laughs> I mean, we're going to a party. It's going to be great. But that's it for today because it is the end of our time, everybody. And you have done amazing together. I am so proud because I've challenged you all today. And thank you so much for joining me on this challenging journey that we all do together to the Summer of Sorrow in Adderjan. And thank you to my audience, everybody who's joined us live on Twitch. Thank you so much. If you're watching us on YouTube, amazing. Thank you for joining. Thank you for checking out Questline. Check out our other channels. We've got a funny lot. Filthy Lot, where we're making all sorts of great content across all of our channels. Tune in there. Check us out. We're live next Monday on Twitch again. We've got eSports casting Overwatch. Mm -hmm. um, I clearly know that game. And then on Tuesday next week, we're doing One Shot or not here at this same time slot on our Tabletop Tuesdays. Who is leading us next week, Tim? Uh, we got Andrew, our second time DM, coming up with a brand new game called Morpure or Morkborg, if you speak English. It's a uh. Swedish game uh, <laughs> that is really, really cool and it's set in like a post-apocalyptic thing. So uh, some more grim and some more dark and some more awesomeness from our friend Andrew. I love it. Thank you, Sam, who's been with us in the chat. Thank you. You've been here doing redemptions and making all this amazing stuff happen. Who knows what could have happened to Ela if we'd kept that natural one. Holy moly. Mm. I love it. I love the crew. Thank you, everybody who's been helping us. This has been a beautiful experience. Tweet at me about yours going, tweet at me about your games. I'm at Squirrels of Doom. Let me know what's going on for you because when you roll the dice, you make magic happen. 